I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Once upon a time, not long ago, when the player from the point didn't have no flow, a nigga hit me for my tennis shoes, walking to the stove. I caught a nigga slipping, but now I lay it to the flow. Just like carpet, because I got the heat in my rhythm. Mama nay not, never bragging, just to stay not. Even when I was younger, lad, learned my lesson. Never talk to strangers in the trap and answer questions. Hey, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I would say a very special Monday, but you know, obviously, fuck Darren Wilson. Um, we figured out that shit was gonna go. Of course. Um, but uh, it's uh, it is a special Monday to me. Uh, because we have two of our favorite people on, and we have uh, people that uh, everybody loved mm-hmm. when they came on last time. We got a lot of response from them, uh, from people that, that loved them. A lot of people that were like, when they going to come back? People that, that vote nominated them for a tippy for 2014 mm-hmm. for uh, Best, Best New, New Guest. Guest. Um, it's Siege and Mel of the Good and Terrible Show. What's going on, y'all? Hey, y'all. Hey, booze. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> even more special. It's Mel's birthday. Uh, happy yeah. birthday, Mel. Happy birthday, boo. Thank mm. you. I'm 19. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Times mm. two. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> yes, sweetie. Happy birthday to you. And, Thank you. And birthdays are special. And you got a birthday with, with another friend of ours in the bleachers. And I know he is somewhere getting lit up right now. Oh yeah, Mike Felder. Yeah, yes. I, I'm. I actually th- was expecting her to come on in the Mardi Gras outfit from from uh, right the birthday yeah. party yeah. with, with beads. At least the mask. At least the mask. I did the mask. Uh, wait, why y'all playing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, where is my dingo mask? <laughs> no, I'm about to turn shit out. I thought I had my mask up here. Uh-oh. Don't worry, the mask will probably make an appearance at a later point because my child has to bring me more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we appreciate y'all coming on, and especially on your, on your birthday. I know that's a special day, uh, you know, for a lot of people, and uh, you definitely, uh, you know, we're we're honored that you share it with us. Yes. Um, let's talk about the show. What's going on with Good and Terrible right now, man? Um, I, I love y'all show. And let me tell you my favorite thing. When y'all review, uh, How to Get Away with Murder and, um, Scandal, man. Those, those are two of my favorite shows. And, uh, I don't get enough reviews of them on, on these other podcast streets. So I appreciate y'all actually taking the time out to go in depth and, uh, talk about it. We have a good time doing it. It's so fun. It's so fun because you get your emotions all wrapped up in these shows and it's like you want to just let it all out. You know what I mean? So why not? We have the platform to be able to do it. And plus, like, we got to talk about how Olivia is a hot ass mess and Mm -hmm. both her parents suck and Sam Sam Keaton is a creepy ass cracker. And I love, I think my favorite thing is coming up with new. New names for how filthy and nasty and disgusting I think Rebecca's unwashed ass is. This is a towel. <laughs> like, what do you have? Like, can you get a loofah? Yeah. Mel, said, Mel said Rebecca uses the same wash rack for her ass and her face. Yeah. She does. Aww. She does. 
I like uh, she's writing. She's wiping out her eye boogies and her butt crumbs at the same, the same medium. It's nasty. I like when y'all call um uh Michaela Rudy uh fucks Rudy Sextable. Uh, Rudy Sextable. That was a hilarious. Rudy Sextable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll now we'll throw we'll throw a nickname on somebody in a heartbeat. We got Rudy Sextable. Lizzie Bowie, you know mm-hmm. we've, we've been calling Elizabeth Lizzie Bowie. I can't you believe know, they haven't killed her off yet. I know, you know, because one of my like one of my talents, if you if you look like a thing or whatever, I can find out what that thing is. Like it's mm. really, it's really a, a a a talent of mine. If it's a cartoon character, if it's like an old obscure seventies rock icon, whatever. I'm gonna find out who you are, and I'll hit you with that side by side with a quickness. Well, my man, uh, my man Wes looks like Soul Man. Um, <laughs> like that motherfucker looks like he needs Google Maps. Why does me ever know where he's going? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> and like they don't have no barbershops up there. Like, what's going on? No with shape there? ups. No yeah. shape up zone. But you know, I find out a lot with 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 um, brothers who who date white girls. Mm, they don't oh, really yeah. like they. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> White women, I don't care if you date black men. Like, that's not my problem. Right. I'm just going to ask you for the community. Get them men to get a shape up. That's not okay. <laughs> they go to Supercuts, girl. I thought you knew. Oh, <laughs> my heaven. It's yeah. awful. We you really need to, to talk about to the barbershop. <laughs> we need to talk about white women and the state of black hair. We need to talk about white women. They, now, I will say, y'all have stepped your game up immensely with your biracial daughters. Mm-hmm. I must say. Great strides have been made in hair combing and biracial yeah. daughters, but you really add an all, yes, yeah, they're bad, and we gotta we gotta address that. Mm. Yeah, that's so a serious issue. You're Y'all gotta get it together, white women. If you see a dude that's not edged up, do you just automatically assume that he dates white women? Is that what <laughs> I you're saying? Say, to me? I won't say that he's. I automatically assume it. I say that when I see him with a white woman, I'm like. Eh. Uh, here, here go your jagged, jagged hairline ass. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, if you have a houndstooth hairline, I'm not shocked when you bring out your white woman. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what, oh. what does the no hairline do? Like, why do they always go with the no facial hair though? Because I don't understand that. Like, you never see. Because you would think, like, to me, that would blend because they could look like a, a just go full mountain man. I right, think that's right. my problem with it. You don't fully commit. Right, you had the discipline to get up and shave your face, baby clean, every morning. <laughs> but then you don't have you you walk you have the temerity to walk out of the house with with your hairline looking like the West Coast of Africa and shit. Yeah. Come on, man. I, I think it's unacceptable. Yeah, I'm displeased. Yeah, I'm not a fan of West uh, either, man. Um, I like I do. Although, um, I gotta say, man, I do miss when it was just one. Uh, cause I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy. So I do miss when it was just scandal on mm-hmm. Thursdays because I need time to compose myself between shows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Shonda is heartless, man. She hit you with that swerve at 9.59 and then at 10 o'clock, you just got to get refreshed for, for how to get away with murder right away. I can't take it. And then after <laughs> that, she can't go right to bed. It takes me like probably another hour mm-hmm. to come down to get your life together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching the news. 
in hope, a state of shock. I be hoping for updates on what <laughs> happened. Like, but are y'all gonna cover the murder? I mean, it's obviously a co-ed missing, and then this white man got <laughs> bludgeoned to death. Y'all like, don't care. This is a white woman. What is your problem? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I just she Shonda has my emotions just in a knot. I don't know if I want to be pissed off. If I want to be sad. I don't know if I'm confused. Sometimes it's like I feel like I got it. Like mm. mystery solved. Yeah. And then five minutes later, as you start thinking about it, you know, it's like, dang, this is all too confusing. I don't understand what's going on. She's good. She's really good at writing characters that you can hate openly and freely and just be okay with yourself. Like, I don't have to root for any of these. Like, everybody at that law school uh, is in a love triangle and cheating on somebody and a bad person at at least at (laughs) least out at least like an accomplice to murder, you know? Mm-hmm. penicillin university <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like uh i've never seen a scene where they uh pulled out a condom yet but i hope you know that's some... you know that's a good ass point what yeah. are you majoring they're in already for? in such a rush to to fuck i've never seen anybody stop and pull out a condom yeah mm-hmm. i feel like even that I feel like that needs to happen yeah, with the amount of strange sex that's happening on the show. It is. We don't want to be thinking that it's a bunch of raw casual sex going on, but thanks, I Rod, mean, for putting that in my head. I mean, you got to all these law students and you don't know the laws about condoms and sex and sexuality? Yeah, I don't Ugh. know. Karen, you'd be surprised for some smart people. They do a lot of stupid shit on these shows. So yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past them as halfway through next season. It's like, and Michaela's pregnant. And it's ne- fucking Network television is the new porn. It I really is. Vomit. Now that porn has to be responsible and, and show they condoms do and all have, that. They do have a lot of sex on Shonda's shows. Yeah, they do. Now it's not Which is as, weird because it's like she's writing all these sex scenes, but then when you look at pictures of her, this is going to be petty. When you look at pictures of her, she kind of does look like Zane. Have you seen pictures of Zane? <laughs> you do a side yeah. by side with Shonda and Zane. They really Don't might be the same that. person. So you never that. know. No, <laughs> no, because Shonda wears a good bra. That's how you can tell. <laughs> you know who's having the dirtiest. Zane is still wearing that nasty white bra from, um, she got her money safety pinned and she looked like one of those women you know and, you and a deck of cars and a razor <laughs> exactly all, that, all in her bra Zane approaching yeah. you for sex it's just she like, was like where are my keys where are my keys anybody who see y'all see my prescription yeah everything in them titties she got oh baby this need a little bit of paprika hold on did somebody say hot sauce? I right. got, I got it for you, baby. What you want? It warm. You want Texas Peter Cholula? Um, <laughs> but uh, I, like, uh, but yeah, the the shows are are good, and there's a lot of sex. But the dirtiest sex on TV right now got to be Sons of Anarchy. Like, baby, it is on that show. Like, and it's like it's so. I need to start watching it. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. But okay. it, I will say this though, it ain't. It's the realest sex because it ain't all good. Like, no, it ain't pretty. They, they did like a 10 minute sex montage to open up the other week and it went from like good scene to, oh, no, not this. And then, That's, I didn't, right. <laughs> like, I didn't want it. There was a lot I, of, un- there was a lot of uncomfortable moments in them sex scenes where it was like, oh no, this is uh 70, this is like a Viagra commercial, but like after the credits roll. Yeah. I don't want to no, It's this. like, it's like a Viagra commercial, but like, when the Viagra is 
doing too much <laughs> with a guy you don't want. Right. It was, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I didn't know it was really going to work with him. Oh shit. Now I have to fucking, that's the kind of Viagra. For four commercial. hours. Yeah. yeah. It's the real, it's the real side of Viagra. It really right. is. The after Viagra. Like, it's mm-hmm. like in that moment, you realize that, uh, both Gemma and Nero have had heart surgery and they just can't be going so hard these days. Right. This is, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't, I just don't. And I, I and I, I loved Married with Children too, mm-hmm. but now I see why, uh, Al used to take a pass. Like, yeah. I, don't do that. Thanks, yeah. Peg, but I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. She's oh, very, she's very, She's, I don't, she's very leathery. Yeah, she is. Oh, no, not leathery. Like a, I mean, she's, she's a very well tanned shoe. Yeah, yeah. So that, so ah, you're saying that. Ah, okay. All right. Okay, Mel. Okay, she, she's like a pair of comfortable boots, you know? She's a, she'd be a damn sturdy loafer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you just had some moccasins that you've had since like, since like senior year in high school, but you know, they dependable. What you gonna you gonna what you gonna wear your chucks? Uh, I'm gonna wear my Katie's. Yeah, I'm just gonna my roll with Katie's. These. Oh my god, you guys are mean. <laughs> I mean. Hey, you gotta see her. You gotta see her. I will give her, but I, to her credit though, I don't know how old she is, but she, I think she still holds herself together well. Like she's silly, yeah. you know, and and she, you know, all the tricks of the trade that you gotta work with, you know, the push up bras, the the right kind of jeans like you know if we, if we can all make it to that age looking that you know that good but with better skin we'll all be lucky so okay so so this you know okay so i, t- I just turned 38 mm-hmm. and so i called when i when i was making up like my playlist and talking to um the dj about what we were going to do music wise i was i started looking i'm like hmm and while i hate this word i still think it's hilarious mm-hmm. so i'm like these look like a lot of Fading thought anthems, and that's that's kind of what I think about Katie. Like she's not bad, but she's like you know just when the fruit starts to spoil, she's mm-hmm. just on that other side of. She's like that coworker, like when you work in accounts payable, and there's that lady. She's still got a nice body, and she's probably got fake boobs or whatever. But she's like mad leathery, like you know she's still fucking, but you also know it might be like a little angry mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. And she's probably, it's a little dry. It's a little dry. And she's probably going to put you out immediately afterward. And you're going to be angry because you're like, I just got thrown out of dry pussy's house. So yeah, that's, that's Ah! like, she's at that age where impromptu fucking is over. Like you need a, yeah, you need a plan, you know, you gotta like schedule it and all that stuff. She's like all anal all the time. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. You know, I mean, Hey, hopefully we all get that old, but I'm just saying she's, Yeah, I mean, we're all going to do it, but she's rough around the edges though. Um, and around the cooch and around the cooch. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can use some stuff to help, you know, help the dryness. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, or maybe I, you know what, Karen? I, I'm I'm assuming a lot because we did have that one woman that was the game bang queen, and she was 90 or whatever on the show, yeah, and she, she said like a ten thousand. She was insulted by the fact that these men brought lube to to her 90 year old vagina. So you know, what do I know? Oh, okay. So yeah. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? She, <laughs> this was a guest on your show. Wait a minute. No, she Hold wasn't on. a guest. It was just an article that we found and we played on here. It was uh, old ladies who were still sexually active. Yeah. Getting it in. And, um, yeah, them cougars. 
yeah and one of them was the gang bang queen she had a tattoo on the titty said gang bang queen mm-hmm. and uh she said that uh you know she she was mm-hmm. can we guess the race at that oh, sure, age sure. At, a, at that age was it gang bang queen or was it gang bang queen because <laughs> you know that's you know uh it's gotta that tattoo, tattoo has gotta look like a dripping candle at this that said gang bang queen mm-hmm. on her chest mm-hmm. on her titty yeah so like when she goes to the doctor, yeah, and he pulls the the, the mm-hmm. scope and he puts it on her. Mm-hmm. He's putting it on top of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game yeah. Where she get that mammogram? And she was ninety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like ninety years old. It was three different ladies. One of them just had like one lover, and then, like I think the first two just had like a lover, and then the third one was like ambitious as shit. She was like, I'm out here. In these streets, Freaks. doing these game bangs, because that's what Still, I do. No lube, and don't you bring none. Yeah, don't even insult me with some lube. Because She's like, my pussy pops severely. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, she was seventy-eight. I just looked it up. She was seventy-eight years old. I'm the seventy-eight-year-old gang bang, bang queen. queen. Okay. You want my pussy to pop at seventy? Yeah. Oh yeah, my pussy gonna be popping. She she was basically like, you know, fuck. I don't think I I don't know if I'll care. I'm not saying I don't want it to pop. I'm just trying to think of what other things I'll be. I just don't because you know how sometimes like you think of that um what's Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. uh, with Madeline Kahn when she sings that song. I'm tired. I just wonder if my pussy's gonna be like this, like like when I'm eight. It's like, okay, bitch. You fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that you, kind of yeah. Me. But yeah, you, I don't see myself not fucking. Yeah, that, and when you get to a certain age, you fuck, but it's like, are you finished? Like, you, you're you not gonna get to the point not- where you're like, uh, did you bust a nail? It's like, okay, I'm tired, you tired. You need a good five, <laughs> five to ten minute workout, son, cause you know, got arthritis, you know, and all right. kinds of stuff happening. If you can't get it within that period of time, I'm sorry for you. Like, I don't wanna not fuck. I'm saying, I don't know that I really wanna be popping severely. Mm. When I'm 80, like I want, I I I, I want to have enjoyable oxygen, oxygenarian cooch, of course. But I don't know if I necessarily ah. want to be changing a nigga's life at 80. I feel like my pussy has done enough for the game. I want mm. a pussy 401k. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, can I just some 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 good credit pussy? Right. I'm just can, I'm, like at can. 80. I'll say this: at 85, you're definitely just getting good faith pussy. Like you're not getting mm. the show. Yeah, I guess guess it just depends on the woman because you know some women like, hey, it's gonna be a show till I die. Clearly, you still doing gangbangs? Yeah, I'm gonna put. I was trying to put a picture in the chat, but it won't let me. Um, You just can't wait to tell y'all that that pussy is gonna be popping on a handstand when she's ninety. Look at her face; she can't wait to tell you. She cannot wait. (laughs) I I said what I had to say. I mm-hmm. said what I said. <laughs> all right, all right, Spider Monkey Pussy. I don't see myself not fucking. That's mm-hmm. not my plan. Like I'm not already planning at 35. Like, oh, here's the day I'm gonna give it up. I'm not giving up the day. <laughs> it's not in my plan. It's not on my agenda. It's not in my life goals. I don't I'm know. Not what giving you, it I don't either. know. I'm just letting you know. You sound like you already got it planned out. When you no. letting it go, me, because I'm I, not letting it go. Okay, let me tell you something. I just partied all weekend, and I'm not going to be good for the rest of the week. When I'm 85, I'm going to have great grandchildren. I can't be hitting splits on the dick and then you know sweaters what? for my babies. I feel like we missed a step there. Did you your can. pussy pop severely all weekend? 
These are questions that need answers. The people want to know. The fuck they do? Oh. <laughs> uh, I guess they won't find out. Uh, it, was it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you had to ask like you had to ask like the AP with Cosby. You just had to ask. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> well, um, look this. You can find uh, you can find Mel and Siege and their wonderful banter um, and their recaps of Scandal and how to get away with murder, um, and like douche of the week and um, mm-hmm. so much other stuff at uh, thegoodandterribleshow.com or on iTunes, uh, Coast Slither Network. They have a bunch mm-hmm. of podcasts under there. Uh, Mel and Siege have one, The Good and Terrible Show, uh, and then also on Twitter at good underscore in underscore terrible um and then they both have their own personal twitter accounts at beauty jackson and at i'm just siege um which is oh i'm sorry Sorry. you're right at beauty underscore jackson let me get it right and uh i'm just siege and it's c-e-e-j that's how you spell siege um don't forget also guys uh you can find us um i on itunes and stitcher to search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews promise to read them on the show regardless of content yep even if you hate it mm-hmm. uh just leave us five stars and we'll read whatever you have to say she will. if it's less than five stars even if you love the show i'll never see it nope um you can also do stuff like email the show leave comments on the blackouttips.com and we have polls for every show you can vote in the polls and we cover all that stuff there um on saturday mornings when we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and uh no sponsor today man today's sponsor is thanksgiving okay uh what are you guys gonna do for thanksgiving are y'all gonna like cook at the house y'all gonna go somewhere i'm going to my mama's house mm. she lives close though she only lives like 45 minutes away and i have to go wednesday because she does not. She is overcooking the entire Thanksgiving by herself. She has assigned me a list of dishes to cook and told me to go to the grocery store and come with my own groceries. Wow. That's what, that's what being grown is about, I guess. Well, you know what? In a way, that means she respects you and that, you know, she feels like you can contribute. Um, and I, I don't know what the magical rule is because my mom crossed that line a couple years back. Well, she was like, uh, fuck making all the meal. Cause like, that's a lot, man. Like, yeah. like growing up, uh, kind of old school, uh, like my mama was like real old school. Like she would literally prepare days in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you have like 50, 60 people coming by in and out the house, like her mm-hmm. whole, almost like the week before is preparing and buying shit and she's bacon she's up two and three days before she's up like all night the day before like constantly cooking and baking it once you get to a certain age you're like fuck this bullshit y'all niggas need to bring something too yeah i feel like a lot of women take it at least old school and maybe now still even but like a lot of women took it as like an assault on their womanhood if you try to be like oh let me come in and help you which is like true "Ah, i got this you get the fuck out of this kitchen don't touch shit yeah, and so- uh, you go in there and watch football, right. and I will tell y'all when it's ready. And it's never ready at the time that you think it's gonna be ready. Oh no! And they be smelling good as shit, and you be right. trying to creep back in there and be like, "Oh, the biscuits look ready," and they be like, "Get the fuck out!" Before you get a hole stomped in your chest, right. you know. But I, I, I don't know if it's just like you know times are changing, or maybe it's just also um, 
you know that we're getting older so now they can kind of like let us contribute but you know i knew my mom didn't give a fuck no more when she was like uh this thanksgiving we doing seafood and i was just yeah she was like just bring a shrimp dish i was like what okay (laughs) and it's been fun yeah it's been fun like every thanksgiving so far it's been something completely different she's like i'm tired of turkey i'm tired of ham fuck it we do it for thanksgiving and christmas she was like i am just tired of this and it has really been fun because everybody been getting very creative with their dishes Mm -hmm. and also i think too um as uh, now there are some people that love to cook so this is their thing and they will be insulted if you think you're gonna come in there trying to help them and they still look at us like young bucks it's like if you don't get your young ass out of this motherfucking kitchen i will stab you but they they don't need like a sous chef or something i can chop vegetables right i mean they get insulted at the very notion that you in the kitchen right it uh, it depends on the person preparing the meals you know um because my mama like she's she did like you know you come in there it's a hundred potatoes a hundred sweet potatoes you're like what the fuck is happening in this goddamn kitchen mm. but that was that was her thing me now nah, I mean, you ain't gotta worry about me doing all that foolishness <laughs> i'm i'm getting together with uh two of my girlfriends uh i'm not going away my my, my family doesn't celebrate holidays okay so tradition so i don't really have like family tradition i still like just creating my own so i always do thanksgiving with friends and so me and three of my girlfriends are going to get together with our kids and we're gonna cook oh that's and dope. the menu is 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 pretty nice and we're in the fat pants mm, okay yeah don't be like that that's what's up man so, I'm, I, like, I'm i like i'm making think... gumbo again for the mm. second time this week <laughs> Now, is everybody from, like, the area, or is, are y'all from, all, like, is your family in the area, or are they just, like... No, my family is still in New Orleans. Okay. 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 Yeah, my family is in New Orleans. Well, actually, like, my immediate family is actually spread, pretty much they spread across the country. Like, I have a brother mm-hmm. and my dad, they're still in Louisiana. Uh, they're still in uh, southeastern Louisiana. I have a sister in northwestern Louisiana. I have another sister in San Antonio. I have another one in Lansdale, and I'm in Pittsburgh. Okay. So we're kind of spread out on the eastern half of the country, I'd say. Oh, My sister is a little westish, but you know, that for the most part. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad, man. To like find friends no. or whatever that can get yeah. up together mm-hmm. and do something. Like, uh, my family's all from here. But uh, I remember uh, when I first started meeting my white friends, uh, a lot of them from like Cleveland and shit, and they would be like, why don't we all just do it up and do something together? And we rolled by their yeah. house at the end of the day. And hang out with them. And uh, you know what? A lot of times that was more fun because, you know, I don't have to worry about the judgment of the family. Right. I don't have to worry about, you know, so-and-so. When you go ahead, Right. It's, yeah. It's, y'all ain't going to buy a new car. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Who's beefing with who? Uh, of yeah. course, you know, they're white, so I didn't have to worry about the spades game getting violent or anything. There was no, right. no spades they being don't, played. Yeah, they don't even know what that. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of times at a lot of the black functions, uh, you have uh the drunk uncles or drunk right. drunk women too, just people drinking. Right. They start off they start off drinking. Uh then you have 
the the group that after they get drunk they want to fight and fuss right the old shit got to come out right and your 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 mama your sister your brother and then you have the group that gossip so you have that group where the who who was that and who i heard somebody was gay right. i heard somebody lost the baby i don't like her sister right. her cousin who invited her somebody i always got to ask about that old boyfriend or girlfriend in front of the new boyfriend or girlfriend right. or invite uh-huh. her or invite oh. Oh, oh yes. They they still like him or her. Oh that oh man. Oh, have you met Shalanda? Yes, bitch, the fuck I have. Can right. you get her up out of here? Come on. You about to start some drama. Um mm-hmm. you know, as and as somebody that's pretty much drama free, I'm typically just looking at Karen making like I look at her like Peyton Manning looks at Demarius Thomas when he's trying to make a go route outable. Mm-hmm. Like, we just, yeah. like we can get out of here. Just right. you see what I'm you see what I'm trying to do. You see what I see what you're trying to do. Now, now that's something that for mm-hmm. me and Roger have been together so long, y'all. Uh, I think a lot of it, like he said, a lot of it is very audible. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we pay attention to the room, like like you're almost watching the basketball court or the football field, and when we see people getting loud. We see mm-hmm. people getting rowdy. We see people drink too much. That time my uncle tripped over the fucking the speaker. speaker. And yeah. we immediately looked at you like, oh, we got to go. That was like, wait, it was like, look, we, we going to the movies. We went going to motherfucking yeah, movies. This, it was trying to get the fuck out of there. It was like a, se- <laughs> a, a 70-year-old, uh, about 102-pound black man tripped over a speaker and fell on the concrete. And somebody was like, just let him lay there. He'll... <laughs> Just don't even worry about it. Don't pick him up. And we had a dude that was like dating one of my aunts. So he wasn't like in the family. So he was like, I'm a paramedic. Does he need help? And I was like, no, just sit your ass down. Let him <laughs> let sleep him it off. Didn't we tell you let him lay down? Yes. Yeah, it's like we, we done been through this before. And right. I think also the thing about the, the family uh, functions is that people bring people from outside of the family so they don't know who in the family right. who outside of the family so then you have to be weary because you know who the family is and you know who's not and they then, don't got their audibles together so they can't be like us i'm like 316 316 huh? omaha omaha right. and, the and, and it's so funny because if you watch me and roger roger could be on one half of the other room i'll be on the other half of the room and we'll both start like beelining from the door at the same time mm-hmm. i ain't got to hear his lie he ain't got to hear my lie but we both be lining for the for the door right. and then we both get outside in the huddle be like nigga it was time to go be like yeah did you oh. say such, 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 such? and while we driving down the road but uh you know i'm looking no. but if you do it with friends you don't have to worry about that that's no because what, what i was trying to say yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's relaxing well you, you gonna say siege no my my family is is that family and we have traditionally we do game night thanksgiving night or Christmas Eve, depending on when everybody is together, then this mm. time it's going to be Thanksgiving, and it's going to be a problem. Yeah, like game we're night. We're going to be beefing with each other. Game night is not a game. Game night is not a taboo. It's no games. Like they hit that monopoly or some shit. Someone got to take it too far. That Uno. Yeah. Oh, you need to borrow from the bank. Like you had to borrow to get them braces mm-hmm. when you never paid me back. <laughs> Run me my money, and then we get to um, we play Tonk and, yeah. and we shoot crabs. Mm-hmm. But it's like for a dollar. Like we're not talking about right. like real money. We're talking about a dollar. Mm-hmm. The shit talking that goes on over these one dollar bills is. Unbelievable! I don't get in them games. Yeah, I, that's why I don't understand whoever designed the holidays for family get-togethers. 
why did you put thanksgiving and christmas so close, close together, together? Cause I'm still mad at niggas from right. Uno by the time Christmas roll around. Christmas come around. Like I hope you better hope that I bought my I bought your gift already. If you piss me off at Thanksgiving, because mm. typically whoever I spend Thanksgiving with, it's a good chance we're spending Christmas together too. You better hope and pray that I've already purchased your gift. Yeah. Um. Or watch your fucking walk. <laughs> you like, uh, you like oh you hit me with that draw four your okay, shit's going so. back to macy's <laughs> hmm. i'll oh, show Lord. up at christmas wearing your shit oh this is nice <laughs> for somebody but you know don't even fit girl you don't even wear an eight what is your problem <laughs> <laughs> but i did get you a, a five dollar movie gift card so that'll get you more like, tickets. don't even don't even don't even wrap it just throw it at her in a five yeah. dollar bag <laughs> 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 Mary, um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. We we have news to cover, man. Let me yeah. get into get into all this different news. We'll start with, of course, the sad news first. I guess sad. I I feel it's like not sad to me. It I feel like black surprising. people were prepared for this. Correct. Um, and you know, obviously, I don't know what's going to happen in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, you know, we're doing the show right now, and they literally just announced it like a couple minutes ago i guess but um they will uh darren wilson will not face uh charges charges um actually i can play this news article later this evening the st louis county prosecutor will announce the grand jury's decision while none of us knows what that will be our shared hope and expectation is that regardless all right that was at eight at nine there was like that nigga is good he's not we're not even locking him up for nothing. And, and I think for me, this is the problem I have. What the fuck? You could have told us this at 8 a.m. in the morning, 9 p.m. at night, or 3 in the afternoon. Quit fucking tying the channels up for 14 hours talking about we made a verdict. Just fucking tell us when the verdict comes out. Oh, no, because they, they did this very deliberately. They did it very, and I, and I said it earlier, number one, you can't indict a person who I don't even really believe exists. There's literally no record of Darren Wilson anywhere. There's no record of him anywhere. So I don't even believe that that's a real, but that's a whole other situation. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like they're timing this so that these people don't have a peaceful Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right. That's honestly they, what I believe. Because they could and have already told it up us. And whipped, whipped everyone up into a frenzy. And because they want something terrible to happen. And that's their punishment for just not rolling over and letting whatever happen happen. Yeah, and they've been so vindictive and petty and manipulative of the entire process at this point. I don't put anything past them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm typically a person that, like, you know, will kind of downplay or walk away from like conspiracy theory shit where I'm like, you, well, how would they fucking do that? That's stupid. But at this point, you gotta really be like, um, maybe like they, there's a ton of shit they didn't have to do or say that just only ag- served to agitate people on the ground there. Um, you know, I saw a picture today where they, you know, in, in addition to having basically this military police force out, uh, in front of like the court building or whatever, these motherfuckers had taken, uh, some sort of locks to keep people from throwing stuff inside the mailboxes in Ferguson. Like, what? what? For what? Like, when you seen black people putting bombs in mailboxes. Yeah. Right. Is the Unabomber about to show up to this bitch? Because uh-huh. when the fuck, when do you see black people having enough freedom to walk around 
and just freely buy the shit that it takes to make a bomb. Right. It it's honestly feels like you let a nigga buy more than two sticks of dynamite and see if he's not on a watch list immediately. Yeah, he buys. He buys. They gonna shoot him in his back. Right. You buy enough fertilizer. Right. You, know? you buy two bottles of Theraflu. They trying to rest your ass. Right. Yeah, he was funny. As I that. can't even buy exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't even fucking buy Sudafed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and the like, thing you is, scared. I'm gonna put a bomb in the mailbox. They're treating mm-hmm. the people of Ferguson like they are bona fide terrorists. Yeah. Like they are fighting a war against people who want nothing but justice. Like not, they're not asking for anything unreasonable, and they're right. not out there. They're being. They've been peaceful. The police are the fucking people that need to be admonished for being violent and acting a damn fool and tear gassing people and all this, they're treating those people like like they have an artillery, like like they are an army. It shows you how incredibly stupid people at large are. When you start dealing with a mass of people, humans individually are very intelligent and insightful and can break something down. Humans, once you get them in a collective group, are just the biggest bunch of idiots you've ever seen. And and it's just unreal that you can say, oh, the police really want a peaceful, a peaceful protest. That's all it's ever been. Right. The, the 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 reactions came about when you started sticking dogs on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they don't like, want a peaceful dog protest. On me, they oh, no, peace no. Protest. The, 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 they don't want a protest at all. They want those they want people to shut up, to shut up. Right. all of this is intimidation factors they're pulling out tanks they're sitting in the national guard they have the fbi there they have members of you know outspoken members of what's the supposed to be the kkk chapter in st louis all of this is going on to intimidate them and make them not have any reaction to the injustices that they're facing and it's just disgusting and disrespectful that we're supposed to watch a little black boy you know mm-hmm. that's a black kid 18 mm-hmm. years old lay in the street for all those hours and not have any response because they want us to believe that's what we deserve as a people and that's bullshit right and it, and, it, and the whole response has felt a lot like pointing your finger in someone's face and being like i'm not touching you mm-hmm. and, and, and then just mm-hmm. and then just hoping that they do something so that you can like so that you can hurt the community more you know what from from just the fact that they had the illegal I mean, and it, it was illegal rule about you can only stand in the same spot for five seconds and keep it moving. Like they, they just made up shit as it went along to be like, yeah. uh, how can we get these niggas out of here today and make them mad? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think a lot of black people are very surprised. Um, mm-hmm. the problem is, um, you know, they're anticipating or a lot of people are anticipating like some sort of like, violence or like riots or like destruction or something like that um i don't even know if that'll happen or not i don't really care i don't expect it to happen but at the same time i could like i'm not there and i'm angry i could understand if motherfuckers was like i'm gonna break some shit tonight um not saying that is right but i could understand like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like like you, you like you've been fucked with for months at this point and even knowing that this was coming i could just understand being like the entire process was a farce and the audacity of these motherfuckers to keep fucking with my community i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that they understand tonight that uh i'm not fucking around um i hope nothing happens um honestly and I, I hope i hope people are able to peacefully protest and the police are able to peacefully stay the fuck away from them 
as opposed to agitating it or tear gassing them or going into their yards or you know arresting people for doing nothing like i really do hope that they can leave the situation alone tonight and let those people vent and emotionally grieve and all that shit because um it's really been nothing but a powder keg for a while now and yeah it doesn't help the community at all to, to, to treat them like you know they're insurgents and come in there with fucking weapons and, and militarized vehicles and be like y'all niggas calm down like you're only making it worse yes that and the fact that uh i think that uh if nothing happens the media will be highly disappointed the media is basically um i guess i had to turn it off it felt like it it felt like the pregame yeah it felt like the pregame for the super bowl i had to turn the shit off like i tried to i tried to keep up with it today because i was Mm -hmm. like you know, I do want to kind of know what's happening. Um, so I turned on like MSNBC, which is like the most, uh, Negro friendly of the newses. I mean, not that that's saying a lot, but it's the closest. Um, so like they actually were talking about it and they did have black people on and it wasn't just, Hey, let's invite, you know, um, a Republican black person to, to argue with a liberal black person. Like it was actually just, you know, here's some people that are experts in the area and, and they've been keeping eyes on the ground with what's going on with Ferguson. That was cool. But after a while, it started feeling like, you know, the NFL, like right before a big game and how they're like, mm-hmm. you know, Boomer calls in Troy Aikman and then they ask Troy Aikman what he's expecting for the game. And then five minutes later, they bring in like fucking uh, Steve Young and they ask Steve Young what he thinks going to happen with the game tonight. Because there's nothing to cover. Like no yeah, news was breaking. Yeah, no actual news has been happening Correct. since like three or whenever they said there would be an announcement. So then it was just everybody just coming in being like, well, this is the situation on the ground and this is the situation. We're here live and we're going to cover the game and we're going to find out the score right now. The police are favored by three points. Uh, we will see ah, what happens. Yeah, they're mocking us. It's like they're mocking us. They're like, these niggas is about to act a fool. Like, I just don't understand what where has the media been for the past 108 days? Right. Where have they been all this time? Because three nights out of 108, there was looting, rioting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those three nights, they have built an entire case for purchasing a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of weapons for calling in the National Guard for declaring a state of emergency based on three nights when a couple stores were broken into. One quick trip gas station was like, that is not cause for all of this that's been going on, in my opinion. So I can't understand when they decided that the black community has declared war on the police when it's the opposite way. Like, I don't get that. Especially this community. Like this is not a, this is not a violent place. Like, uh, Ferguson is not this place. Like it's just people, people have criminalized the idea of blackness so much. And just Mm -hmm. being a black person makes you a criminal. When people see a collection of black people, they just see fucking criminals and they make all these assumptions. There's so many assumptions that are made about Ferguson that are not based in fact. Right. You know, where it's just like, oh, it's a violent uh, place with, with a bunch of gangs and they kill each other. And you're no, like, oh, this is false. Ha- have you looked into this community at all? No. Just- well, they don't care. That's the thing. They're not, they're not interested in looking into anything because it's just, it's just what's comfortable. It's not even, 
what's what's happened to this country, what's happened to black people as a whole is the beliefs that people have are ingrained so deeply. It doesn't even have to take on a conspiracy form anymore. It's innate. It's almost mm-hmm. organic. So they don't have to get down and plot how to fuck black people over. It's just flat out how it's going to be. All you really need to do is say one thing and that triggers everything that they already think they believe. I don't understand how, I mean, when you think about the, just look at the 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 trope that black people are lazy we mm. built this motherfucker right. we built this motherfucker you told us you couldn't come in you got fat off of us and then when we decided hey we're not doing this shit for free now we're lazy right uh, <laughs> right what's you still lazy pay me nigga right. if i go to work and you don't pay me i stop working right you still you haven't lazy. paid me right no right. you lazy right What's lazy? You don't want to volunteer your services. You lazy. What's lazier than uh, than fucking telling people what to do and sitting on the porch drinking lemonade that you probably didn't even make yourself? You that know? you didn't write. Um, but yeah, I you know I, I for me but like and and and, and mm-hmm. it's still the same. Go look at any corporate structure. It is still the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's still the same it's like we're all sharecropping out this bitch um but yeah man so i can't say i'm surprised um mm-hmm. i kind of wish i was in a place to be surprised but that's just how shit has been going for the last few oh, years no. especially um and, and you know part of this is because social media has like connected more people and helped us become more aware of different people mm-hmm. um and I, I you know i think maybe like a decade ago or even 20 years ago it's not that black people weren't being killed by the police. Obviously they were, but I knew less about them. Like, right. Because, because as like one thing I've seen through Twitter is how much more interest we as a people individually have about these topics compared to the actual media. Like you would turn on the TV and be like, man, there's, there's fucking a lot of stuff happening in Ferguson and they're not even talking about it. Yeah. And and as you see that, like the Trayvon Martin, just like, Man, there's more and more information on Twitter about Trayvon Martin, but no one's even going down there to Florida to like find out. Like, you know, the, they're just mad Al Sharpton went down there, but no one's right. sending an actual camera and a news crew down there and trying to talk to anybody. And I, yeah. I think I realize, you know, now like this shit's probably been happening my whole life, but it's just never been like, oh, I know everybody's name that this is happening to because of social media. Um, yeah. But yeah. And that's what people, I think that's what people really fail to miss when it's like, well, why now? Because we know now. Mm-hmm. We have, and that's why I think these things take on lives of their own when you bring up these cases um, for various injustices that come up. And it's like, oh, it seems like that's all we're talking about on social media. Well, we didn't have this medium before. And then there's still things that we're still learning. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, while it's frightening and disheartening, at the same time, you got to be thankful that we know. And when you when you have knowledge of a thing, you can speak out on it. You can speak out against it. You can speak out in support of it, whatever. But it, it makes it, it does make it tense. But it's really time we had those tense conversations. Yeah. That's the reason that we're still having these problems. Because we don't want to have these uncomfortable conversations. You want to be, like, you. we want to have this, we are the world Outlook, but that's not the world we live in. 
I have white friends who I love dearly, and I still have to sit up when it's time to talk about some black folk shit. I have to say, hey, what's going on? Yes, I love you, but this shit is fucked the fuck up. This is what happens to people like me, people who look like me. This is what happens to my family members. This is what we have to deal with. It. And you have to look at it for the injustice that it is. Yeah, I'm right. not going to pretty up my words to make people feel better. I'm hoping that people understand that. And, yeah. that's, and, if, and, if, and if you don't. Yeah, I don't know what to tell I, you. I had to, this is the world we live in. I had to do pull rank on somebody on um on one of my friends, uh, my one of my white friends last week, because he was talking about the um speech that Obama was about to give about immigration, and he was and like I don't know how this fucking happens. I I really think the false ultimatum is like the death of like actually being able to like have a good a, a actual intelligent conversation. Where someone like people just present this like, well, you know, if this happens, then we can't talk about this. And like, what? I have a brain, and uh, I'm able to process two things at the same time. I don't know about you. Yeah, and why, why do people think you can't be mad about separate things? I yeah. can be mad about this, or not even be mad. I'm able to consider two things. I'm able right. to multitask with multiple things with my brain. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like, well, they're giving. He's giving the immigration speech to distract from the verdict in ferguson and the race riots and i was like the the what sir and he was like yeah uh the race riots and i was like don't roll that shit out there it's a terrible troll it's obviously uh racist and it's and it's you know dog whistling this idea that black people are gonna be violent Correct. and all this shit i'm saying we don't say this kind of shit when y'all win a hockey fucking championship right and burn down like Everything. you know cars and shit or, on when the, the, or when the pumpkins piss y'all off yes right oh or, or when the people they flipped a police car over over a fucking pumpkin. Right. right. And when the shit happened at Penn pumpkin. State, nobody was saying these motherfuckers were rioting. Right. So I was like, yeah. you know, as a friend, you know, with love, but also cussing your white ass out, don't do this because it's fucking, you know, it's infuriating, but it's also uh, racist as shit. And, uh, you know, he was like, well, actually, I was talking about the KKK said they were going to go down there and do. I was like, no, you weren't. And you said the same shit after Trayvon Martin. Now I got to bring up old shit. I was trying to give you an easy way out. Right. And, um, you know, once we showed up to dinner, you know, I saw that dude. I hugged him. I told him I still meant what the fuck I said. And he was like, you know what, man? You're right. You called me out on my bullshit. I shouldn't have said that. Like, I can I, love you, and you can be dead ass wrong, and yeah. I can tell you, nigga, you yeah. dead ass wrong, and I can still love you, and we could grow from that. But I think that's part of what a friendship is: is to call you out on stupid shit. Right. Um. And and one of my problems that I think when I talk about race is, and especially when I'm talking about race with with people who are who are non-black and don't necessarily identify as minorities, because there are people who technically are minorities, but they definitely lean on the white side of shit. Um, You're approaching this when you deal with blackness like it's equal. Like, because black people did this, this is why, no motherfucker, it's not fucking equal. If you don't want to admit that this shit started off as unjust, it has never been rectified, we don't have shit to talk about. Mm -hmm. We don't have shit to talk about. When you take people off of plantations and you stick them in hovels, and you stick them in fucking sharecropper situations, which is really just like one rung above slavery. When you stick them in the fucking projects, when you stick them in schools where you don't, where they can't even bring books home, where they're never going to advance. You've never rectified the very basic problem 
where you've got black people under your boot heel. And since that's never been rectified, since we don't have an equal representation politically, as far as um, the corporate structure, any of these things, and don't you dare fucking tell me that we're, we don't have the brain power to do this when, once again, we built this motherfucker. If you're not ready to address those things, then we ain't got nothing to talk about. And well, I'm not about also the same. Those are the same people that bring that'll toss MLK up in your face too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh well, you and guys, I'm not actually, Dr. Dr. King didn't die for this. Oh. Dr. King fought for your and Dr. you're King like, is gonna get this shit slapped out of you. Yeah, you talk, I just said that today. Dr. I'm like, it's hard to not respond. Like, bitch, if you don't keep Dr. King's name out your motherfucking mouth because y'all killed Dr. King to no different than you killed Trayvon, Mike Brown. Vondera Myers it's it's all the same Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know how white America has become confused into thinking that Dr. King gave us every single freedom and now we experience the same privilege as them because that has never been the case yes as a community maybe we did get lazy and comfortable with the work Dr. King did Mm -hmm. and we felt like we can go to the same schools and we can share a toilet and we work the same places and you know shop in the same mall so we are integrated so now we're equal but we have never ever ever been equal mm-hmm. don't come telling me shit about what dr king did because dr king will probably be fucking y'all to fuck up right now too you know i was thinking about this this morning um and it's not like even with the dr king thing i guess it kind of applies but um like it's kind of like patrice o'neill and how everybody likes him now on the internet but he did so he right. can't say the offensive shit that he used to say that used to mm-hmm. piss it used to piss people to fuck out. Like I remember being a Patrice O'Neill fan and being like, I'm gonna keep this quiet because this nigga is problematic as fuck. Right. But but he was my you know he was funny he was vulnerable. But if you like quoted a Patrice O'Neill post on your like Facebook page, you was probably gonna be fighting for the rest of the goddamn day. <laughs> so so but yes. <laughs> but now he's dead. So now everyone gets to be like, I loved him. He was the greatest because he can no longer disagree with you. He can no longer disappoint you. He can no longer let you down. Like if, like if he would have been saying some fuck, like I was thinking about the Cosby shit. um, Oh, he'd have been all in that. He would have been saying something fucked up. I don't know what. And I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying completely like reprehensible because he was almost never completely reprehensible. Nope. But he would have attacked it in a way that I would have been like, Mm, that's uh that's a very different way to look at that but Mr. that O'Neal. shit is funny sir i would have laughed and then i would have been like i'm not retweeting or sending that link out because right. that you know <laughs> that was kind of how he was but now that he's dead it's just like oh he was the greatest and i feel like that's what white people have done to fucking mlk okay. where it's just like yeah he dead so he would have agreed with us and he was the best and he thought y'all niggas were terrible and right. uh, that's just like you know he used to back in the day. Also, he was not for equal pay, and he hated unions and uh, loved police dogs. Big fan of police dogs. You like this what? was sick on him. Okay, yeah. You like are, are y'all gonna like even attempt to have a rational conversation? And they're not. It's just it's almost like they're taunting us and making yes. you know making jokes of our martyrs and our people that put in on us. You know, on our freedom. Yes. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's talk about another icon of uh, blackness. Um, oh, Jesus. Yes, this has become a it's become a segment yeah. on the show because it, it's literally been this many articles. Um, but it's uh it's time for the Cosby Show, guys. Yeah. 
for the Cosby show or aka this weekend rape um there is like yes! 27 articles um God weekend, damn. weekend rape and review yeah it really is man it's so many uh i don't even know where to start so what, what i'll do is i'll let you guys pick a number one through let me see about about 20 one through about 20 karen you go first pick a number one through 20 i'm gonna go with 12 12 all right that's five seven ten twelve a florida crowd cheers cosby uh of course it's florida it's florida florida fuck florida (laughs) why has bugs bunny not saw this fucking place off the map yet (laughs) he's been trying for years like don't get it like it's crazy because like if i spent the 150 dollars on cosby tickets months ago not anticipating this shit was gonna blow up or whatever. I think I'd still go to his concert, but I would go to completely just to see if I'm at the concert where he melts down. You know, I'm just like I just be I in think the eventually it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'd just be like in the crowd heckling till I get kicked out and shit. I would throw pudding at that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm terrified that he's gonna stroke out. He already has that Uncle Ruckus mm. coach from um Dallas yeah, happening. He, he does have an that. Uncle Ruckus eye. Oh he my does. god! You remember that? And you remember that that coach from Daria with the throbbing eye? That's mm-hmm. him. I'm like, oh my god! He's not like him. Um, he's yeah. gonna have the thing. I think that's why he's not answering questions because he knows he's on the verge of a stroke. I just wanted so, to. I just wanted to be on stage doing like the. So I said to my child, "Come here, child," and I could be like, "Talk about the rapes. Mm-hmm. What about the sexual assaults, Mister Cosby?" And then, Quit so they taking kick. pussy, right? <laughs> I think it's, it's so funny how many people. It's not only funny how many people run, rush to defend him, mm. but the fact that it's people who he has basically publicly shit on. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't want anything to do with you. He thinks you're trash. It's the trash of humanity, according to Bill. That's that's the ones rushing to defend him. That's it's amazing. It's am- it's like. Uh, People uh, assuage the entire like classism argument that he does and the respectability politics that he pushes down on black people, especially black men, just so that they could join together under the banner of misogyny. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. but we can hate these bitches together, Bill. High five. It's like we the same now. And Bill just like, don't touch me. You know what was disturbing to me? And I know this is um, we're getting a little bit derailed here and we're going to pull it back but people were on twitter like well if the women accepted the money then they should not be complaining about being raped essentially they're like he paid for the pussy fair and square right i was but they went literally the service, about though. to like start finding people's ip address and like go to their house mm-hmm. fucking kick their ass like who says that yeah people it's- don't people even now it's 2014 and what makes it so inexcusable for me is that people still as much information as we have do not understand or care to understand the dynamics of rape mm-hmm. they just don't care to understand it they don't recognize that 
this is a this is a violation. If you rob my house, I can move the fuck out of my house. If you rape me, my body is the crime scene, and I spend the rest of my life with my crimes. Right. And I have to deal with whatever. I have to deal with the shame. I have to deal with the blame. And it's it's a terrifying state to be in. It's it's like I don't understand why people cannot empathize mm-hmm. with these women at all. But then again, I can because a lot of these motherfuckers hate women. They hate them. Yeah, right. They, they literally hate the people that they're fucking. And, and I can't comprehend and, that. And when women and when like Stacey Dash's stupid agent like Bananas ass comes up and like, well, Mr. Cosby was nothing but a blah, blah, blah to me. The thing about men like Bill Cosby, rapists, right. like or alleged rapists. Or is the fact that there are men who rape women because they feel as though when you're loose, when you're, it's just like men who rape prostitutes. Right. Like you're not at this status of what I think womanhood and femininity should be. So you are something for me to use. And I truly think that he had, like there were women, like we look at, I mean, he worked with Felicia Rashad for years and I'm sure that he held her in a certain degree of esteem supposedly right and, and which is why perhaps he did not necessarily try those things with her but then some other woman who he probably thinks is loose some other woman who's not necessarily as smart mm-hmm. um you're nobody you're nothing so of course i can rape you well like, yeah that's a, that's a pathology well, that's for his... a lot of rapists so mm-hmm. i don't understand why people don't get that right that's his mo is his whole mo is respectability he imposes right. his his respectability politics on both men and women because it's like he feels like certain women are not respectable enough to require his consent yeah he had a he had a pattern too i mean it's not even um like honestly man on like on some real shit i think he looked at a lot of black women were like uh you're not white so uh if you're not you're not light-skinned enough you're not white enough uh-huh. so i'm not like you don't even have to worry about you why would i sully my dick with that like right I, you know yeah. like I'm, I'm i'm really looking at the pattern like it's it really seemed like he was into a fetish of drugging young impressionable pretty quote-unquote like through societal standards white women or light-skinned women or whatever and trying to fuck them while they were unconscious that was it like sounds like that was his thing and um yeah i'm surprised no i shouldn't say surprised i'm not surprised people are defending him um because i've just been exposed to so many like filthy ignorant motherfuckers over the past few years social media man i'm no longer surprised like i'm just i'm almost like so we're doing this this morning is that is that Nothing the thing shocks you anymore? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I've lost my ability to really be shocked. Um, I'm more annoyed now when people like like if I say, um, damn, the 20th woman, Bill Cosby, this is fucking right. crazy. And then someone's like, it's a conspiracy to make sure that the black man. I'm like, so we're doing them, this at, at 7 a.m. Them lying assholes. You like right. all 20 of them lying Right, all twenty of them, and that's this one. And I said it on Twitter. You telling me that since the sixties, fourteen women or whatever got together and said "fuck pudding pops" and just started handing out accusations. <laughs> right, fuck out of my face with that yeah, shit. pick pick the misogyny. Nobody does that. That doesn't happen anywhere. Yeah, pick the misogyny. Either um, all women can't get along, or all bitches are lying. But you got to pick one because. <laughs> <this, this, laughs> the thing is, it's like if statistically, if eight percent of rape accusations are false 
Right. So let's say one of these women is lying. Okay, cool. She's a lying ass bitch, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that he's not a rapist. Correct. That just means, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't rape her. (laughs) But he still got, you know, 15, 16, 17, whatever other people that are making the same exact accusation saying that they were, I mean, Mm-hmm. It's like, did he mentor Darren Sharper? Is this like some right. sick, twisted shit that happened that we don't even... Yeah. He's and a, you know, the, other, mm-hmm. the other thing that keeps baffling me is, even when I was a little girl, the going story from when I was really small, and I'm talking like when Solid Gold was still on television, mm-hmm. um, Bill Cosby has always been known as an asshole. So mm-hmm. I don't know why all of a sudden people just can't believe that he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. Even, but you know what? Even in recent years, around the black community, even the people that like them, the best they could come up with is he's just an old black man who stopped giving a fuck. He don't give a fuck no more, y'all. He just don't give a fuck. He's, he he never says gave a fuck. he says mean, fucking vindictive shit because he he's just angry and old and black. That was the best defense people could come up with. Right. And then this motherfucker gets accused of twenty rapes, and people are like. But you know what? The white man want to take him down. That's what it really is. Like, so come on. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think that he used his that he? How do I say that he was very focused on publicly preaching respectability and shaming black people to make himself seem above all of the demons that he was struggling with? Mm-hmm. being like a rapist and sexual abuse like do you think those two things are related or do, do you think that he has like a god complex and he feels i think he has a god complex mm-hmm. I, I i i think it's a little bit of both but more of the first one because it's one of those things where he got to the point where i'm not gonna say he transcended race and went above race but he was one of the few people where white people just love him yeah and mm-hmm. once you get to that particular status it's going to be very hard to take you down. Yeah, I actually think he's right about a lot of stuff that he says when it comes to, like, if you just look at it from a pure perspective of fooling white people, he, he's absolutely right. If you pull your pants up, if you talk a certain way, if you go to a certain school, you can fool the shit out of white people. Maybe And, and rape women and yeah, never get arrested for Yeah, it. maybe to the tune of raping 20 women. Maybe to the tune of raping 20 plus women. Or possibly more. And not know. and having them, because basically the biggest trick so they pull is... count is at 20 now? It's, it's something like 20, yeah. It's like it was like at... 18. Yeah, it was like 14 like, on Wednesday and just new people keep popping up. I lost count. I'm rounding up to pe- 20. That's another thing when people are, when people, you know, people, I think a lot of people wonder... And I think it's a lot of people who either don't necessarily, again, understand the dynamics of rape Mm -hmm. or people who have been victimized before and just kind of existed in that. Well, I've been silent this long. Right. It's too late to say anything. I think that's two of the camps that people have really kind of aligned themselves with when they're like, well, why are they saying something now? Could you imagine living with that? That kills you. Mm -hmm. That kills you. And then you have to look at this man, get award after award, accolade after accolade. You have to see this motherfucker. If you go to, if you, if you go to Ben's chili bowl, you see this motherfucker getting free shit. You see him hanging with the president. You see him doing this. You see him being, it's, horrible it's horrible mm-hmm. and he convinced and I see, like why why should he get away with the fact well he's got away with this one or when they pull that shit where they're comparing him getting taken down and somebody not 
if your problem is Bill Cosby being taken down and not taking down that other motherfucker, and you're just on that, well, you, why can't y'all let Bill live? Shit, right, fuck you. Right, fuck right. you. I don't even have time for it. Yeah, and I, I mean, I and I honestly do think that, um, you know, he was trying to basically give the cheat code, which is... <laughs> if you look a certain way and you act a certain way even if you're black you know america will trust you and once you get them to trust you you can do whatever the fuck you want to to them correct and that seemed to be his thing because the biggest trick he pulled was getting his victims to be like i i'm not gonna go to the police in a lot of these cases because they were like no one's gonna believe me right and some of the victims did go to the police and they did report it and he paid them to shut Mm -hmm. the fuck up and i'm sure he sent his attorneys to bully them and nobody's going to believe you and you better take this money and go on about your business because at that point you're fighting it when you're a young woman and he wasn't targeting people who were on his level with any type of status. Mm -hmm. He was targeting people that were trying to get on, basically. Mm -hmm. So when you're a young woman and some powerful man like that sends his attorneys or his handlers to come talk to you, to bully you, to intimidate you, throw more money in your face than you are probably going to make over the next year. Mm-hmm. And they're telling these women, nobody's going to believe you that Bill Cosby did this to you. Bill Cosby's married. He's more credible than you are. He is, you know, America's dad. Mm-hmm. This is They're manipulating these women into taking the money, signing these, you know, agreements where they can't speak about it. And then Bill goes on, gets the prescription for whatever quaalude he's for, whatever the fuck he's putting in their drinks right. and does it to the next person. I just think that a lot of times people who are wealthy throw money at their at their flaws. And I think this is one of those occasions where he's doing that. It's like, well, here's my issue. I'm a serial rapist. So instead of, you know, hey, I'm not going to go to jail because I can afford to pay these women off and shut them up. So instead of getting the help that I need, I'm going to just pretend like this doesn't happen. And haha, I'm better than y'all because I'm rich. So what if I took some pussy? You can't you can't live your life like that. And now he's seventy seven and he has to face all of this shit. Well he could have it's twenty fourteen now. And it's it's a different world, no pun intended. Really is than what he than what he started. Like when he started, you could just be like, Well, I won't do an interview with ABC if you motherfuckers talk about this shit and then the person like oh we better scrap this part of the story but in in 2014 man tmz's like man run this shit like yeah because we don't give a (laughs) fuck and we don't care if we don't Mm -hmm. care if you don't ever bring your black ass here yeah we 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 need this story we need the clicks so we don't care now here's and do you remember back when we were younger i guess we're all around the same age you remember when we were younger how difficult it was to get a story into a newspaper or to get on the news, you know, people's loved ones were being murdered and, you know, all kinds of craziness yeah, you, would happen. You the were crazy things. There were serial killers, serial rapists that would have like, they would have killed eight people before you even hear about it on the news. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Back then. So you can you just imagine how powerless those women must have felt knowing that nobody would ever hear there's, it was going to be suppressed. Yeah. What are they going to do? Because back in the day, if your story got on America's Most Wanted, you was like, thank God. Right. Yeah, it was hard. Somebody said something, because I can't, again, once again, get in the chat, so sorry, guys. Um, but somebody in the chat said that um, people are defending him because they really think that 
Cliff Huxtable and Bill Cosby are the same person. They do. I think they do. And, and, I and really do. Um, <laughs> they now, really do. In the story, um, it goes on to say in the story that um, he addressed the fact that he's not talking about the allegations. He said, I know people are tired of me not saying anything, but a guy doesn't have to answer to innuendos. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Well, people people aren't tired. People don't give a fuck if you don't say anything because people have already concluded that you're raping these women. So it's right. not so much that people are tired of you not saying anything. People are tired of you being a fucking rapist. Yep. So sorry, Bill. People kind of frown on that. He says, people- <laughs> you know, one of the things about him that was such bullshit, and I remember this like a long time ago, when he decided when um when Lisa Bonet did Angel Heart. Yes. And he decided that because she did that, basically, he cut her off. Mm-hmm. He cut her off. And that always, that never quite set right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because it seemed kind of gross. Because to me, even when I was young, I was like, why do you, why do you care? Why does this, why does what this grown woman is doing have to do with you? What does that have to do with you? The other thing, when um, CJ mentioned that he was dealing with a lot of young women who were trying to get put on, I'm sure that when his handlers approached them, approached them, they were using that and trying to really sell that to make it feel like it's their fault. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to be famous, and this mm-hmm. is what happens when you want too much. Because that's a big thing that happens when, um, whenever uh, women are raped by celebrities, they're almost always all they always go to. Well, I wanted to, basically I, I wanted to be down, right. and they sell that like that's their fault yeah. <laughs> like it's your mm-hmm. fault for for wanting the limelight or wanting time with this person that you look up to and it's a bullshit yep like there's some it's huge bullshit like there's some huge come up from being a rape victim in the american uh puritanical right. society like, right like who are these women that were like oh man would have never been known about her like would she be the president of time wanted if she wasn't for the rape like nobody knows these people stop right and oh, yeah. why would they even like what would be the point? He probably has blackballed them anyways. Right. Out of fear that it's more exposure to more people and they will get comfortable and tell the story. So like they don't have anything to gain at all. Yep. The only thing is that they just got drugged, dragged, humiliated. Oh, oh. And he's the thing in the statute of limitations has expired on every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So even now they 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 don't stand to gain anything. Yeah, no, not a not gonna... single thing by coming forward and telling their story. No, yeah. That's the other done. thing that makes you makes you know. To me, that's what seals it for me because when you look like we know what happens to people to women who accuse powerful men of rape, yeah. it's a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. So for you to know that's what's going to happen and to still proceed and you're not going to gain anything from it. I'm sorry. I, I, I believe them. And, and, the yep. thing- and I have the right and I have the fucking right to believe them. Yep. Just like right. you have the right to be a fuck nigger and, and, and call them a bunch of scheming assholes. Right. Right. And the thing about it is it's terrifying if you accuse the fry cook at Wendy's for raping you. Right. Exactly. So imagine if you have somebody that has a financial influence and that can really do something. Right. That can end your career. Right. That's um, they, he also go, it, they also, he also went to say, uh, people should fact check. 
people shouldn't have to go through that and shouldn't answer the innuendos um it's 2014 people will fact check and you probably shouldn't have said shit yeah um, you fuck around in tmz gonna break out some 1984 tapes right yeah they, they'll find I, more I'm, evidence i'm waiting i'm waiting for the smoking gun to get back on their comeback and find some lost shit that's mm-hmm. what i'm waiting for Oh yeah, I forgot. You remember yes. when the smoking gun was finding everything on everybody? Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. And they he's used to keep smoke in his mouth because he's so arrogant. He's right. so arrogant. and he's actually pe- anyone who has. And I'm not talking about whatever fuck people who told whatever line he set up for them. And, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about the people who have just randomly encountered him. They will tell you that he's a, an arrogant asshole. Right. He's so fucking arrogant. He's going to talk to him, talk himself into some shit yeah. right he gonna and i can't wait yeah somebody gonna wait. have some videos somebody gonna have some pictures like something somebody gonna find that dude that we that he was saying that was bringing the women to his house like somebody gonna find something a radio station offered a thousand dollars to anyone who would interrupt cosby instead the comedian wearing cargo pants and a shirt that said hello friend was greeted only by a cheering, whistling, knee-slapping audience. He never came close to referencing the allegations. At least twice someone shouted, We love you, Bill Cosby. Um, well, it's Florida, so let's yeah. not lose that. You gotta right, right. That. Yeah, that, that person might as well yell out, We love rape! No problem mm-hmm. with it. We hate these women. Um, Florida uh, loves George Zimmerman and Casey Anthony, too. Let's not forget that. Right. right. That's true. That is true. Florida is right. just a bad decision state. Y'all need to change y'all's fucking license plate. All right, Mel, you pick a number, one through, uh, I don't know, 16, 17 or something. Uh, what, what number did Karen pick? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's all reset. So that one's gone. So you oh, can pick, it's all reset? Yeah, oh, you okay. can pick the same uh, number if you want. Eight. Eight. All right, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Speaking of him being an asshole, this isn't even about sexual assault. <laughs> Uh, fe- uh, female Letterman staffers were required to watch him eat curry before the show. Um, apparently, um, he would request female Letterman staffers, uh, come into his dressing room. And before he arrived, uh, the young girls and interns all gather around in the green room backstage, sit down and then watch him eat curry. Um, Man, if you don't get the fuck. No one would say anything, and he would sit silently eating and make us watch. And make us watch. He didn't want us to watch. That's uh... okay. Aww. Help me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. So he sits there and eats curry and has young female requesting young female interns to watch him eat yeah because what now did uh, we get to that part or did we no, no, skip a sentence no, no reason no, no no reason no he do this you remember the the, the list that people demands i like you know red writer yeah. that's his writer mm-hmm. send some bad bitches to watch me eat curry goat what the fuck right along with that's i like three sprites and m&ms yeah. is it is it indian curry jamaican curry or um chinese food carry out curry I think for it was, some reason this matters to me. I think it was Ann Curry. I'm out of here. It's the only thing that makes sense. Sorry, Ann. Oh no. Siege. You pick a Sorry, number, Siege. Man. 
That's three. weird. Siege that's goes about right. Siege goes with three. Foxwood Resorts cancel uh, postpones, not cancel postpones. Bill Cosby appearance. Uh, postpones is funny because it's very much like we're not giving y'all money back, oh. but well, we definitely don't want to do this show anytime soon. Right. <laughs> like eventually, you're gonna have to give people their money back. If they demand it, you're gonna have to give it because no show was performed. No. You gonna give you gonna give me my tick my ticket money back to Uncle Ruckus. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I wanna know who the people that are calling up that like, yeah, man, uh, I just want my ticket money back. Well actually postpone that. To win. When can I get my fucking money? Exactly. Um, First off, you don't be postponing nothing for a 77-year-old man anyways because he's on his way out. Right. That's first of all. Postpone it till win. Like, you don't even know. He might don't make it. Right. To the afterlife. Yeah. Postpone it till win. Where are my my chippers, man? You can't just keep somebody's money. And don't nobody want to go see him right now anyways. Like, you should be entitled to a refund just on the strength that I'll be like, I'm afraid that he is going to put something in my drink and I'm right, in fear for my safety. Yeah, I want to know how the fuck they expect this to pass over. Like, what is the mark for, like, like is there a point where he won't be known as a rapist? Like, it'll be, <laughs> like I don't know, man. It's, nope. It just seems crazy uh, to me. Has he always been known as a rapist? Like, that's what I, this is the crazy thing well, to me. Is I'm 35, and for the past 20 years, it's been common knowledge around me and my family. Like, Bill Cosby has raped quite a few women, and he's mm-hmm. settled, and he's drugged. So, this is not new stuff, but he's still been getting to the money. Yeah. I don't know that everybody knew. I know that people knew that he was an asshole, but I didn't know that everyone knew that he was a rapist. No. So uh, I didn't know he was a rapist. I just knew he was a douchebag. And so I, I think that's the thing that a lot of people didn't know. And that's, I think that's why he was able to do it so often for so long or do it for so long. Mm-hmm. To so many women, because I don't think a lot of women, not to say that you would necessarily have your guard up because like you can't if somebody's like slipping shit in your drink there's you're kind of limited in the things that you would do but i think that would have probably altered the public perception of him um to where he wouldn't necessarily have the reach that he has he wouldn't have the ability to have access to these women and so i i I think that's why he was able to be for lack of a better term successful in what he does Mm -hmm. um and that's that's I think that's kind of a frightening part. Yeah, it was that it like, takes a certain amount of mm. it takes other people to be complicit in this to overlook it because there had to be people who knew mm-hmm. this. There, there were people who knew this, and how can you know this? How can you be someone who works very closely with him, knows what he does, sees these young girls going off with him, knowing what happens, and you just say nothing? decades yeah and now you old and trying to get to heaven so now you're talking to people fuck you too yeah fuck you too um and like i had heard about it but it was um like i I brought up earlier on the show uh well yesterday i was like it was at a time when shit like that would come out and it would just be like a rumor like right tommy hill figure is made by the kkk it's like yeah Okay, I I fucking I guess. guess. And I, I don't know if people can relate to it because we're so cynical in 2014. So if you're too young to, like, remember this, I could definitely understand you being like, these motherfuckers crazy. But 
there was a point in time where you heard something that was crazy and you really did go yeah that's too crazy to be true yeah and, and this was one of those times where you just like bill fucking cosby well, the mr cliff huxable is a serial rapist will be on the yeah, same okay. page as we seen bigfoot right yeah okay yeah all right because then, we didn't we didn't have like we didn't have the internet we didn't have like right now if if name x celebrity that you hate that's that's really acclaimed but that we've got has gotten on twitter mm-hmm. and totally screwed himself out of free speech basically right. um we didn't have that to let us know all, all we had was this nigga sells putting pops and talks about his kids right if all you do is sell me desserts and talk about your children i'm not going to connect that with you being a rapist Yep. If all if that's all you do that and talk about your wife and kids and being a good husband, that's my perception of you. And if I don't have anything else, I might hear that no, you're not a nice person. But that's what we hear about a lot of celebrities. Like we right. hear a lot of celebrities are dicks behind the scenes. So that's one thing. But for you to actually fucking be a criminal, right? That's just all. It's it's it almost seems outlandish. It's still. And I think that's why people like mm-hmm. it. It didn't fly then because we didn't have the tools to like put it together you can't get you couldn't get access to police reports and all that shit like you can now right it's it's still like even knowing it and going through it and seeing all these women come out in these details it's still crazy to me like it's Mm -hmm. like i don't know when it's gonna stop being fucking crazy to me but it is still like this nigga was cliff huxtable like and you know you know what's creepy though Mm -hmm. Okay, so this year we've had Darren Sharper, yeah, a serial rapist, drugging women, mm-hmm. having anal sex with them. We've had CeeLo mm-hmm. drugging this woman, having sex with her. Now we have Bill Cosby. Like, this is something that really we definitely need to be worried about. Yeah. About, I mean, I know that we have all been aware of like the date rape drug and but people that you would think well I wouldn't think I could trust CeeLo because he looks like a fucking creepy yeah. ass but it's like you would you would think if you go to Bill Cosby's house and you say I have a migraine or I have a headache or I have cramps and he says here's an ibuprofen that you're not going to wake up with his old you know gray balls on your forehead right like, right because that's a very normal thing, especially yeah. if you consider somebody a friend. Like, if I come to your house, I'm going to be like, Karen, my head hurt. Give me some Tylenol. Right. I'm not going to expect to wake up in a threesome with y'all. Like, what the it's, fuck is especially, happening? Like, ah! Especially, like, um, I think guys like Darren Sharper, CeeLo, Bill Cosby, they're relying on the shame and they're dependent on it to, to yes. silence you. Like, they expect li- everyone to come out and be like, well, what were you even doing down there if you didn't want that shit to happen? So isn't this really your fault? And they expect that monologue to go on in the woman's head and for her to go, well, I better not tell anybody because I don't really want to deal with that kind of judgment. And feeling like, oh, maybe I should not I should not have put myself in that position. Yeah, I, I mean, know. look, at Darren Sharper was picking women up at the club. Like, these women probably were going to fuck him anyway. He well, they was, probably were not going to be down for anal, and he, there is no nice right. way to be like, "Hey, let me fuck you in your butt." Right, and he, so and I mean, ass, so he just took it. I'll just put it this way: I think he preferred it that way. A Starbucks card is the appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Starbucks card. Yeah, Starbucks card is how you ask for anal. Hey, mm-hmm. look, here's this 
You could get unlimited macchiatos. Can I do it in your butt? I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I would be like, my, the my boss gave me a Starbucks card last oh, week. No. I don't think he wants anal. Oh, well, don't ask. Just take it. Just take it. I'm, That's I'm, what I'm I was just telling you. I'm just telling and, you. And don't take no drinks from him either. And don't take no, no drinks. Go get no my drinks. Own shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, Thank you. But Make no, your own um, frappy. I, yeah, I think the thing I think with with Darren Sharper banked on and what made him what made Darren Sharper frightening to me is how incredibly good looking he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the things that he thought would be in his favor. Like he's a you're a predator when you do that. Like he was banking on what was, what's the thing that's going to help me get away with this. And I feel that part of it is, is was him banking on his looks because people would, people are saying they, they prop these women would have fucked you and maybe not right. all of them would have been down for right. anal, but I'm sure I am sure Darren Sharper can find a woman right. to let him do her in the butt. Get the butt. But yeah. And it's the same thing and, and, with and, Kobe where everybody was like, Kobe ain't got to take no pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same and thing where people... it's like, oh, you're too fine to be a rapist. You're too attractive to be a rapist. Mm-hmm. You're too wealthy to be a rapist. You're too blah, blah, blah. Right. Fuck that. Anybody can be a fucking rapist. Like right. if, if there could be four, over 4,000 children raped, molested repeatedly by priests, mm-hmm. anybody could be a rapist. Yeah. Rape isn't an act of necessity, and I think that's what people don't understand. So when right. you get into, he's too good looking to be a rapist. She's too ugly to get raped. She should be glad. It's not right. born of necessity. It's born of power. It's born of a sick mind. Yes. So it doesn't matter how fine you are, how rich you are. If you're a rapist, you're doing this because this is who you are. This is what you want to do. And it has nothing to do with what you have to do as far as to obtain sex. It has everything to do with your need to exercise power right. over somebody who's not willing. Yeah. And, and, and especially that is frightening and sick. And that was the thing, like, cause looking into the details of the sharper shit, the reason that I was like, um, that it was, that it was really crazy to me is that, these were people, women he picked up at the club. They went back to his crib. Mm-hmm. They were planning on doing, like, hanging out, doing something. Like, it wasn't like this, like, and then he ran into my dressing room and made me cup his balls. Like, no, this motherfucker picked up women that more than likely were at least entertaining the idea. Like, oh, well, I went home to the club with Darren Sharper. And he was like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. I prefer unconscious rape. So... Fuck yeah. your fuck your agency and your ability to pick and choose like what we will be doing tonight. I prefer to do it my way, and my way is with you being not considered at all in this equation. And and I think that's why people can't relate to it because they can't even understand the idea of like someone thinking like that for a lot of people. And then there's the other part of it, which is a lot of people can relate to it, and that's why they defend these guys because they Correct. they really do feel like like pussy is its own like reward and it doesn't matter how you get to it like yup you won the contest you got the pussy it's like but you had to rape them that's you you drugged and rape a person that's terrible yep but i got the pussy so so predatory yeah and and you see these dudes out themselves on social media every fucking day yeah and you, do. you see women that and have internalized see, it and when you see these motherfuckers 
especially women who are their friends, please don't drink around them. Please don't do anything around them. I would highly recommend that you don't be in any private social situations with these motherfuckers. And if you are a woman who is a friend of one of their female friends, watch your fucking friend because they're friends with fucking rapists. I'm sorry. If you're a rape apologist, I feel like you're just two steps away from being a rapist. Mm -hmm. For real. If you're not one already. Right. If you're not one already. Like so many go unreported. If that's the hill you want to die on, I'm sorry, I can't fuck with you. Right, and 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 it's weird when you talk to dudes and. You no, know, some dudes be like, well, sometimes just gotta take the pussy. He's like, no, it don't work yeah, like that, dog. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Well, they think it's, they think that it justifies everything. The ends justifies the means. Let's, let's go to our other, I feel like the whole show's been fucking with black people, but we gotta yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> let's, let's play our, let's play our games, Karen. Let's, let's make it fun. Yay. Fucking with black people. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to love, to hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we play news articles or read them from all around the globe and we ask our contestants, well, not contestants, we as black people judge them from zero to a hundred in intervals of 25. Today's contestants is everybody. All right. Well, everybody. We'll just try to do two of these. So, uh, Mel, pick a number between one and uh, about 18. Uh, 14. 14. All right. 5, 8, 11, uh, 13. 14. Uh, many suspicious of a more inclusive Montana KKK chapter. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of, of my—that's the one they're supposed to be adding, like blacks and gays and whatever the fuck else. And uh, let's and see. I guess here's the thing about here's the thing about fucking with black people, guys. Um, I don't read these articles. I read the headlines and save them for the show because I don't want to know. I don't <laughs> fucking want to know. And that's like I had to start this list. To keep me sane. So I'll just, someone will send me an article, I'll read an article, and I go, I will file that for later. And one day, Mel, Siege, uh, Karen, somebody will magically pick the number, and I'll go, I guess it's time to read this shit. And today is Montana KKK. So let's see. One of Montana's most well known, well known white supremacists. How do you become a well known? Oh, he's proud you know, of it. He got a lot of followers on Instagram and uh oh my God. I probably <laughs> liked one of his pics. Right. He's out here in these streets. His, you know. his wife make the bomb hood. Right. <laughs> she she but, actually make a nose hole, y'all. You can yeah, breathe. She's the best stitcher. Her stitching is remarkable. <laughs> right. So, uh, he's top of the class at the KKK.com. Uh, <laughs> He is recruiting. All his hoods are linen. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got that high thread count. Yes, and he wear a two tone color, y'all. Um, but uh, he's recruit. <laughs> he is recruiting members to a new Ku Klux Klan, one which will, he said will be all inclusive and show he no longer holds supremacist views. John Abar, a Great Falls claim of Great Falls, claims he is reformed calling <laughs> he's reformed okay which is why he started a new kkk group called the rocky mountain knights uh thought 
i mean though he won't say how many members this new kk group has uh kkk group has i'm gonna assume one right now him yeah because he's making an all-inclusive group and it's the kkk so i'm assuming all the racist people from the okk are like man fuck you no and then he gotta go get all these minorities and shit to trust him in the new group so they said fuck you no so it's probably just him uh the organization will not discriminate against people because of race religion or sexual orientation the kkk is for a strong america a bar said white supremacy is the old clan this is the new clan oh so are they gonna have pink robes and rainbow color robes oh my god remember the jay Chappelle gay kkk skit that was so good we were wondering if you could just <laughs> go back to Africa. That <laughs> was so good. Yes, um, that'll be lovely. Um, does this come in pink? Uh, because that's the only color that I wear. Though he's so. Yeah. <laughs> um. Question: Are yeah. we allowed to? I'm sure. Give you. Uh, there's plenty more article, but you go ahead and ask any questions you want. And uh, why can't he just leave the clan? Well, you know, that's a good question. Maybe they have bomb picnics. You know, maybe it's the social, <laughs> maybe it's the social interaction. Yeah, they're still counting on me for the marinades. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you don't want to. Re- the clan has bomb picnics. What are you going to watch? What are you going to watch the game on Sunday? You know, how are you going to watch the game and root against all the black players and, and only for Peyton Manning? Um, so. Jesus. <laughs> uh, officials at the Montana Human Rights. Oh, wait, he said, mm. I thought it was a really good organization. Wait, wait, hold on. Actually, I need to go back. He, uh, he says, um, though he, he's long been involved in white supremacy organizations growing up in Wyoming and Miami, um, Abar claims his opinions have slowly evolved. Last year, he met with members of the NAACP in Casper, Wyoming. It was inspired. <laughs> The NAACP local chapters be doing the most. Right. So extra out. Right. Yeah. The, the big chapters be like, what the fuck wrong with y'all? The little chapters, we like, look, we need money. I'm going to need y'all to fill out some itineraries. Donations. Donations. Yeah. They will meet with anybody, man. Uh, it had, well, like, what does that Google calendar look like? It's just me with the KKK and, uh, the neo Nazis at three. So, mm-hmm. ah. now, see, if we make some money. It has inspired him to organize, organize a peace summit with the NAACP and other religious groups in the summer of 2015. Uh, I thought it was a really good organization. He told the NAACP, I don't feel we need to be separate, but officials at the Mon- at the Montana human rights network are suspicious about Abar's latest move. Rachel Carol Rivas, co-director of MHRN said, uh, Abar doesn't need to use the KKK to form a more inclusive organization. Right. If John Abar is actually reformed, he could drop the label of the KKK, she said. Abar said his chapter of the KKK is a fraternal, fraternal organization seeking members who want to fight against a new world order or, or a one world government, which he is afraid the federal government is trying to achieve. Okay. So, so he wants to be more inclusive because he wants America to be more exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. what's happening. We need to all join together to stop the government run by a black man. <clears throat> uh, to, uh, to, to, I wonder what happens in two years when the president is like back to white. Is he going to be like, 
Well, actually, you niggas can go now. Um, the first nigga who joins that shit has got to be the stupidest motherfucker inside of creation. Let me just say that. It's, yeah. got, it's better be that dude that was holding that phone in uh, Ferguson. Yes, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be. The be. Mean. He's already signed up. Yeah. He's already signed up. Yeah, what's that dude? Martin something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember that fucking dude's name. Martin needs to, he need to sit his Martin, name. Martin fuck nugget. Yeah, he'll be a meme. <laughs> That's legit. <laughs> Martin fuck nigga need to sign up. <laughs> he's like I'm, I'm i'm in i don't know y'all so damn silly he's already paid his dues and started he, he sewing was... his hood and everything yeah, i just want to i want to all his friends now i want to put that picture that meme up there with him being like uh like john a bar i'm in you know like nice. <laughs> i'm like yes kkk where do i register yeah. <laughs> i hope i hope he joins and i hope he has like a real niggified hood too <laughs> like you know how you know how the old players they wear them linen to pieces with a sunburst like the stitch sunburst in them i want him to have one of those with some harachas yo his hood like a, 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 a figaro chain on the outside of the yeah. pearl canai hood yo his hood <laughs> Oh, belly, belly. His, his, hood, <laughs> his hood is gonna have a big ass slit for his lips and nose and shit oh, <laughs> it's gonna be extra wide dude. right you know because that, that his bluetooth headset he's gonna get a bluetooth headset and have it sewn in he's gonna figure out a way to make his robe sag <laughs> yeah they don't they don't want no real black folks they don't come in and of course somebody's gonna have the steve hobby version of that shit oh it's gonna have buttons on the front 12 yeah, buttons, buttons. Mm. They they gonna the KKK gonna institute a serious dress code when they start letting niggas in. Yeah. <laughs> KKK gonna be um gonna have the same dress code as the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> real talk. You niggas can't be riding on KKK business and not wear your proper suit. Right. <laughs> They, they're gonna have to pass through no pockets because you can't be pulling hot sauce and snacks out of them like yeah. middle meetings. Now, Donnell, I, I see you got some Timberlands underneath those. That now ah! we talked about it. No Timberlands, no sneakers. You know we all about them Nig- loafers, boy. Niggas gonna be roasting hot links on the burning crosses. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I will say this: the barbecue's gonna be off the hook, though. The barbecue, the they might fuck. That's probably what happened. He went to the NAACP meeting. And they barbecued, and he was like, "You know what, man? I've been wanting them ribs." <laughs> he like, like "Goddamn, you taste them greens? We gotta <laughs> let these niggers in." <laughs> hey, you know, I hate to say this, Cletus, but uh, them, I, I'm still craving them ribs. Yes, I, I mean, be like, be like, Bob. I know your wife cooks a mean pig, but I'll be goddamn it if that nigga didn't cook the hell out that pig. <laughs> Who made the potato salad? <laughs> I had to take a plate home myself. I can't even, I'm not even going to lie to you, Donnell. I've been, I've been going down to Bubba's for the last six weeks. Yes. So and we I, might as well make this official. Right. And I messed around and ate, what do they call them? Titterlings. And honey, <laughs> let me tell you all <laughs> about them. All the hog moths. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we got this many jokes off of this story already lets you know it's 100. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100. <laughs> There's a hundred for me too. Yeah, here's what's funny. Uh, Jimmy Simmons, who's of the NAACP, he's a representative. He says he does believe the dude is trying to reform. And if he holds a peace summit next summer, Simmons said he would probably take a strong look at joining. Not a strong look. Take a strong look at Bofa. (laughs) (laughs) 
he lying like shit too because take a strong look is far from saying i will join yo black ass ain't joining no goddamn right. plan <laughs> yeah i i will take a strong look at paying child support next year but uh I, oh my god i'll see what i can come up with yeah it's on it's on the agenda to take a strong look at the Citibank bill but like, i only Fuck go god if they allow hip-hop music yeah Take a strong look. Okay, nigga. A strong look. What does that even mean? <laughs> turn that, somebody, turn in that direction. Somebody in the chat said, get that clan throwback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I want them great clan 11s. Oh, my God. Uh, he said, Jimmy Simmons did say the use of this letters KKK still instills fear in people, so... You know, you don't invite you. black people to your clan meetings. Like, you don't want us there. Okay. I, I, want, I, I want someone to invite me because I haven't slapped the shit out of somebody in a really long time. And I feel like that's a suitable defense. Now, here's like fucking somebody you know, up. Now, his, yeah. act, his actions have enraged the United Clans of America, according to Bradley Jenkins. Oh, really? Who is the Imperial Wizard for the organization. That's right. His last name is Jenkins. And he's the Imperial Wizard for the clans of america he mm. he agrees with the montana human rights network that abar should not be using the kkk title for his new organization but for completely different reasons he says that man, purposes he said that man's going to going against everything the bylaws of the constitution and the kkk say he's trying to hide behind the kkk to further his political career okay let me tell you how stupid people are let's 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 a man wants to integrate a historically racist organization i'm talking burn down houses bombed churches bombed mm-hmm. homes killed people mm-hmm. lynched people he has gotten it in his head that hey niggas come on over and join us He has thought that. And since that's not stupid enough, since we're not deeply entrenched on the crazy train, there's an entirely separate motherfucker who somehow thinks this is the foothold that's going to lead to this stupid motherfucker's political success. Is this what we're, is this how stupid humanity is? How have we lived this long? I don't know. How have we lived this long? Yep. Uh, shout out to T. Jeezy in the chat room who said, I don't hate no more. I am delivered. Delivered. <laughs> I like niggas. Niggas, 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 niggas. <laughs> All right, Siege. Uh, what score did you get this? Oh, three, Hannah. All right. Uh, what about you, Mel? I'm, I'm going to have to go with, go with my partner. I'm pretty sure we have a strong 300. All right. And Karen? Strong 300. 100. All right, and I give it a hundred as well. That's, that, that, uh, we, some people, we have to round everything down to a hundred, so it's still uh, four hundred <laughs> when you add it all up, though. Um, let's siege. Give me a number from uh, one through eighteen. Um, yeah. eighteen. 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 Eighteen racial about this powder puff football team that uh went out and played football in blackface mm. mm-hmm. oh. i will put that picture in the chat uh, for you guys to look at these white excuse ladies. me nothing racial about that uh 
I'm, you know what I'm mad at? Why aren't any of them smiling? It's like they all got caught being racist. They're like, oh, this is racist. I just realized this is racist. Uh, right when you said cheese. <laughs> I was feeling good about it right for the camera snap. Yeah, it's like they were all like, "Yay, we won the game!" It's like, "Hey, want to take a group photo?" Ooh, oh, oh, we're really we not supposed to be doing this shit. Yeah, I think. Ooh, uh, you know what? I actually, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Cause what's funny is like oh five God. of them are in one group photo, but apparently it was about twenty of these motherfuckers. Look at all these motherfuckers. Oh. oh my God! Shout out to the white dudes that are cheesing like shit that are their coaches. That did not have on white on mm-hmm. blackface. They just wore their regular because they knew better. Skin because they knew that that could potentially get their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A high school powder puff football team made up entirely of white girls from the senior class took the field in full blackface November fifth, shocking their principal and everyone who saw the photos on Facebook. But the principal claims there was nothing racial about the girls' intent. I don't. I don't argue that anymore. People know what the fuck blackface is. I don't even have this right. argument. Anymore. You're a racist motherfucker. You don't get to. And I feel like this about a lot of things. You don't get to do that thing and be the good guy. Mm-hmm. Jennifer You're Schmidt, a racist motherfucker. Next, the principal like, says. That's how I feel about them. The principal says. Her name's Jennifer Schmidt. She says. Her first gut reaction was, "Oh my gosh," and then I thought. Oh, they don't mean anything by it. Just let it go. No one thinks anything of it. I didn't think anyone did. Oh, bitch. Uh, uh, your first response. You didn't think anyone thought anything of blackface in 2014. Right. What, where is she so I can go slap the shit out of her? Where, where, where have you been? Number one, no coach, mm-hmm. no parent. So confused. No, nobody told them before they took their asses out there to wash their fucking faces. The principal didn't come down there and say, y'all need to wash your goddamn faces before you go out in the field or this game is over. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm like, I'm so confused because nobody said, this is a fucking terrible idea. Right. Go wash your face. Like, here's wet wipes. I don't care if you have to scrub that shit off with hand sanitizer. Like, I don't care. Wipe it on your shirts. Get that there shit off your face. Have been somebody. You mean, yes. These coach, these coach fuck niggas, they didn't do it. So... Mm-hmm. How was it okay for these girls? And they all look miserable. It looks like a punishment. Like maybe they fucked off in practice or something. <laughs> and they're like, your punishment is that you're going to have to wear a blackface and you're going to have to deal with the backlash that comes along with it. Because these little bitches look miserable as shit. They, it's not even that they think it's funny or cute. They're not smiling or nothing. Right. They don't. Yeah. And um, they all look, they said, the principal says the girls are very embarrassed and shocked at some of the responses they've gotten because I think some people have had some stuff on Facebook and got the wrong intention. The powder puff football tournament is a yearly tradition at the school organized by the junior class. Each grade fills a team. The football coaches stand in as referees and members of the boys varsity football team act as coaches. <clears throat> the interest fees for the tournaments benefit the prom. It's just a fun kind of fundraiser. Smith said there were a few oh. people in the crowd. Not a lot. It was cold. Uh, read not black people weren't there. Right. It was cold. Niggas was at home, so yeah. we do what the fuck we want to do. Yeah, and we definitely ain't going out and braving the cold to watch a bunch of white girls play horrible football in blackface. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> photos of the game later appeared in the athletic department's Twitter feed. Uh, Schmidt tells Daily RFT that photos were intentionally taken at a distance at to the point where it was impossible to discern the painted faces. The tweets were later deleted, but they got the screenshots 
oh my god these pictures are taken from so fucking far away let me let me put this in the chat because you, you've already seen them up close and what they look like but the athletic department was like nope and they put these pictures from fucking uh drone or some <laughs> shit they, they 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 look like fucking ants. Uh, they took they these took these pictures from next door at the BP station. <laughs> yeah, well, because somebody in that department had some goddamn sense. They was like, "I will not be the one releasing this bullshit." Nope. I just picture somebody being like, "Do you have one from further away?" <laughs> but that's uh, but but again, like that's. Like, those are just one of those things I don't argue mm-hmm. anymore. I'm not this arguing black people are just stupid is, asses anymore. It's yeah, indefensible. Like, like, come on. In 2014, are we still have to explain to you stupid ass bitches that blackface is offensive as fuck and it's disrespectful? Like, these are, man, if they don't get the fuck out of here, man. So, uh, let's give this bad boy a score. Oh, it's, oh, for me, it's 100, but my okay. thing is this. Mm-hmm. If her initial response was, oh, my God, there was something fucking wrong with these children coming out there yeah, like that. Exactly. If this was your initial response. Why did so you say, oh, my gosh, I'm, if it was no big deal? Right. And what is where where is your sense of responsibility as where the you principal. decided to take a picture and then post it somewhere? Mm-hmm. As a, like, uh, who's the adult? Who's in charge? Nobody can say, oh, you know what? We're not taking a picture of your stupid asses. Oh my God! I hope they lost yeah, the game. I'd be like, too. if y'all don't wash that bullshit off your motherfucking face right now, and who approved this? Because it was not me. Yeah. It'd be like principal told the powder puff girls to wash that shit off their face. I honestly feel like they wouldn't have did it if it was a black person around. That's how Correct. fuck. And not even like a lot of black people. Like if one, it was just one. one or two. Yeah, they would have been like, oh no, we can't. Come on, guys, this is stupid. I would pour bleach on all those bitches. Mm-hmm. I think I won't put Nair in their hair products while they was in there playing. Ah, anyway. Stupid ass white bitches. And then they all was like, yeah. Oh, wait, we're out of, we're out of paint. Hold on. Let's get some more. Right. Like there were so many opportunities to determine that that was a bad idea for them to all, how many of them were there? Like 14 of them? A bunch of them to all paint their faces. That's like a long process. Like, no nope. commitment. Like, nope. Nobody yes. else. you have to layer. You do. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just painted my daughter's face green mm-hmm. for Halloween and I had to layer it probably about three times for it to be like, and it was a pretty good face paint. For it to like really cover her skin cover. and and, yeah. and so that your skin isn't yeah. moving through where it like that type of so they had plenty of time it. to determine yeah. hey we're not going to do this we're just going to do the one you know how they do the one black stripe like under the eye right there right. why yeah. couldn't they just do that like regular and because how how are we going to be racist and act like we're not if we just do that as, oh as, that's true Good because ass. that's the like that's the thing like that's that's always the thing let's do some really racist shit and then act like everybody who calls it us out for being racist is crazy and, and that's the reason i don't engage them because i'm mm-hmm. not gonna give you a fucking powerpoint presentation while you're a racist cunt you're a right. racist cunt good day and it's somebody that you has- can't say that oh really because i just said it racist ass cunt what you gonna do besides stay mad and try and watch black face off your face bitch mm-hmm. and as somebody that has done blackface before it is very difficult okay? yes it is because i applied it it, is, yeah. Yeah, it took it us a long a time it took us a long time to get that blackface uh and that was only for like four seconds of a video 
and my face itched like the next day like you know like that was very and took forever to wash that shit off mm-hmm. and it... i right and we actually did it for a point we had a purpose like <laughs> it was a it wasn't, it wasn't it. just some like let's go shock some people in right. the world we weren't trying to be racist yeah but uh yeah it, it's it's amazing that uh all these white girls organized blackface but none of them thought of the racial implications in all the time that it took um see so where did they get the idea of blackface since it's it's a non-racial thing exactly hmm. yeah hmm. I, ironically that did not make any of the articles about it interesting yeah. the way that where did you out. where did you get the idea to do blackface no one could have asked the girls that with the article no one could have walked over to one of the girls and said so why'd y'all do it hmm. Oh. Right. What made because y'all? Because how uh, else are you gonna make us seem like irrational niggas? Right. They immediately. Uh, I'm not. I'm trying not to get mad, but what? they immediately knew to be embarrassed. It only took mm-hmm. them saying cheese, and they went. <gasps> We're gonna be a fucking meme on Instagram. Right. Anyway, siege zero to a hundred. What do you give this one? Oh, that's a fucking hundred. And male. You know that's a damn hundred. Yeah, I give it a hundred too, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh. Isn't it always a hundred? You know what? Every once in a while, it's not. It's a 75. Yeah. Like every once in a while. 92. I give this a 92. Sometimes I throw a zero in there just to lighten the load, you know? It's, it's just like. Just average it out. It's like when you do Wheel of Fortune, you have like that random, that one random one where you get an extra spin. Like, it's like uh-huh. that. All right. <clears throat> Let's play our other game. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Mel and Siege, from the Good and Terrible Podcast to guest the race and the chat room plays along and they are racist <clears throat> all right let's look at this guy seems like a cool dude uh we all know that uh sometimes you gotta go to the gynecologist oh. mm-hmm. sometimes it's a uh sometimes it's a man sometimes a woman i don't know what your personal preference is okay it's up to you it's your vagina uh but this one happens to be a dude okay i wonder if this fucks it up for all the dudes that are kind of caught with it just like oh really man you had to be creepy right especially if you're trying to do your job and i know uh white men got a colleges that are great at their jobs mm-hmm. that but wait why'd you say white men got colleges? Can you be any race and be a gynecologist and be good at your job? Yes. Can't you be an Indian man? Can't you be a black man? Is it just you a racist when it comes to the gynecologist too, Karen? I guess I am. Oh my God. Anyway. She uh, does. I want any other black man fisting her except you, Rod. <laughs> right. Oh I didn't know. I, you know I've, other than um, Heathcliff Huxtable, I've never seen the black uh, male OGBYN. Oh, well, it seems like you, uh, now you trying to guess the race because, I mean, you're not no. supposed to be playing. Oh. You stay out of this. The incoming president of the <laughs> New Mexico Medical Society has been suspended from practicing medicine after an investigation in the claims that he had sex with patients, oh. <clears throat> drank on the job, 
oh shit and left patients giving birth unattended despite being summoned by hospital staff (gasps) (laughs) oh whoa 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. repeat this wait a minute wait a minute all right he uh was a gynecologist at new mexico medical society he did Mm -hmm. okay he got suspended because uh he, he he they had investigation into claims that he had sex with his patients <gasps> drank on the job <clears throat> and left patients giving birth unattended despite being summoned by hospital staff oh shit he didn't give he didn't give a fuck his name is dr christopher driscoll he's 42 years old um so and, when they was like you on call he'd be like on call these nuts bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> i call both a bitch <laughs> apparently he was unavailable because he was having sexual relations with another patient i was like you're wanted in the uh <laughs> you're wanted in the uh delivery room he's like i'm delivering another <laughs> load right now dick as soon as i deliver some of these sperms i'll go deliver that egg for you baby <laughs> the document does the, oh docu- <laughs> the document does not state where the alleged sexual encounter occurred the board voted Friday. next door <laughs> right next room. room the board voted friday to immediately suspend his license after finding sufficient evidence that he poses a clear and immediate danger to the public health and safety if he continues to practice medicine <laughs> Your, oh, really? Your sexual relationships and abuse of alcohol have negatively affected your practice of medicine. <laughs> you don't say. The medical board said. Um, Driscoll, who couldn't be reached for comment Wednesday, has the right to hearing uh, to to a hearing on the allegations before the board takes a final action on his license. I wouldn't want him being my OGBYN because sometimes oh, they have to do certain fuck. surgeries and shit mm-hmm. like that. How do you just leave somebody in the delivery room like they've been pushing babies out for centuries, bitch? You got it? Right. Like, 17, 17 hours what? of labor, and you'd be like, you know what? You're good. The baby had to come out by itself and shit. Push. You don't need yeah. me. Baby had to crawl out. <laughs> I am delivered by myself. Oh, my ah, God. When nobody this catch is unbelievable. Me. <laughs> I don't like umbilical cords no more. Um, this is unbelievable. <laughs> like, as as a mother especially like if you're a first time mother and can you just imagine your OBGYN is like when you see him he's drunk when you need him he's gone like yeah. oh god he's so petrified oh is it time to guess not yet I got some more details I mean you can guess anytime you want but um, there are more know. details more? Uh, yeah there's more Karen. I can't believe there's more the medical the medical board suspension notice listed 11 charges the notice said driscoll on a multitude of occasions within the past years admitted pregnant patients into lay regional medical center in hobbs after they went into labor but wasn't there when they delivered when women were Wouldn't about to give been the nurses i don't know what do we find out he just never finished that part of school uh, oh, he checked out for that baby's no thank you he's like oh i gotta use the bathroom real quick somebody take over for this delivery mm-hmm. i'll be right back i ain't trying to look at the vaginas when the woman, <laughs> when the woman he's still like men right the babies come out of there Ugh. Ooh, nobody told me that bullshit <laughs> when the women were about to give birth nursing staff tried to summon driscoll back to deliver the babies but he didn't respond and the patients ended up giving birth without him there on one occasion, an emergency cesarean section operation was delayed because of your delay at arrival arriving oh. at LR, 
at lrmc notice said driscoll driscoll is alleged to have had a sexual relationship with several of his patients including some who were employees of his former medical practice um man he really which was next door that's probably that's probably where it was somebody said next door earlier that you probably was right he allegedly he allegedly prescribed a controlled substance alprazolam uh, to one of the patients without maintaining proper, med- proper medical records. The board alleges Driscoll was under the influence of alcohol during work hours and while he was on the call at the hospital and that he maintained a personal cache of alcohol in his office at Premier where he no longer works. Among other allegations, he is alleged to have entered inappropriate notations of a personal nature into certain patients' medical charts and performed a pelvic exam on a patient without a chaperone after informing the patient that one would be present. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, so, you know those improper notations probably like big titties. Right, know. big wide ass. <laughs> yeah. Cupcake nibbles. Large know. areola. She got right. raisins. Right. <laughs> Thick thighs. Right. Um, uh, oh, and it's oh, sha- he was like, oh, oh and no. it's shaved. Put that on there. <laughs> on August 11th, Premier turned... Oh, his cabinet looking like the ABC Dr. store. Pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pipe. <laughs> Premier... Unusually moist today. Uh, like, what the we were looking at your We were looking at your notes. What does GTD mean? Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, August 11th. I know that we asked him. They were, they was like, uh, sir, uh, we don't know what fleek is. That is not a term that we use here. Yeah. <laughs> Them titties was on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> that's what his note said. And they was like, um, that's not a medical term. Uh, we, we're trying to match your notes up with the previous. And no, we've, we've never heard this before. So he got terminated on August the 11th. And then, um, 10 days later, Premier notified the medical center of his termination for cause to avoid, to avoid being formally disciplined by LRMC. You immediately requested from LRMC and received a retroactive temporary leave of absence and have not returned as of this date. Oh man. White people got some tricks, man. You get fired and you'd be like, Oh, hold up now. Why don't we just call the leave of absence that started a month ago? And I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> right i wish i could try that shit nah y'all ain't laying me off it's like i'm taking vacation you know what i'm saying go well, ahead just, and pay me for a pto yeah, time and, and then give, once it run out i just don't come back yeah then we can do it um uh, anyway all right guess the race of christopher driscoll i guess he was black i think he's black all right mel's going black what about you siege oh no 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 he's white all right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Excuse me, doctor. Aren't you supposed to help me with the, the delivery? Doctor's response, bitch, you guessing no, he is white. Um, he is white, okay. Lily White, Gray's Anatomy White, Dr. McBad Santa. Oh. Black black man, if not, it's not his DNA to be there when babies are born. God oh. damn. Oh. That's like Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm that kind of deep. Oh. Leaving your leaving your job to go fuck is kind of one of the blackest things I've ever heard. Mm, mm. Sorry, uh, don't ask me how I know. Then we got black, and then we got white, and then Doctor McFuckery White. <laughs> Doctor McFuckery. Uh, why did that make me laugh so hard? All right, <laughs> the correct answer <laughs> is uh, he's a white man. Good sure. so con- Congratulations! I to can Siege. never get these right. 
See, you know how you know he's white? How do you know? I mean, he did a lot of extra niggery shit. Mm-hmm. But the reason you know he's white is because they were like, oh, we're going to suspend you. Oh, we're going to do a retroactive leave of absence. If that was a black dude, they'd be like, give me your license. Go collect cans. Fuck and, you. And Look at him. He did here. that shit. He looked drunk oh, yeah, on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> leave a dick here while you're at it. All right, let me play. You know how, you know how when you yeah. leave a job, you still like the stuff that you did on that job is still work product. This nigga's dick is work product. He got to leave his Aww. dick at the hospital. All right, let me play the booze for the people that missed it. I never win this game. I never guess properly. Well, you know what? They said, they said he looks like he looks like a Lifetime movie. He does look like one of the creepy people from Lifetime movies. He does. He looked like Sam Keating. Oh, he does. Um, all right, and let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round of Guess the Race where everything's double the points, double the race. So far, Siege is in the lead, one to zero. But it's double the points, double the race, and guess the race now. Maybe Mel can catch up. Let's see what's going on. And the chat room's all over the place, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, that OBGYN dude was uh, pretty. He's off the chain. Pretty good. Yeah, McCreepy. Dr. McCreepy. Yeah, his picture was so good. It was like immediate guilt. Oh, God. Like, you don't get those often, but every once in a while, you just get a straight up, like, oh, you did it. Like, why did (laughs) a a trial for what? Why are we wasting the government resources on this? Right. A teacher promised a 16 year old a B plus grade in a creepy sex contract. Hmm? Mm hmm. He had this in writing. A Richardson High School English teacher remained. In cu- remains in custody on a charge of having an improper p- relationship with a student. James Quigley, who was awe- arrested Thursday night, also has been charged with sexual assault. Police say a 16-year-old female student reported that Quigley, 34, had harassed her after he obtained her email address and cell phone number in March. Oh. According to her affidavit, investigators have copies of the messages she received. Students said Quigley, the students said Quigley had threatened her and parked in front of her house on multiple occasions for no reason. He tried, oh. mm-hmm. he tried to persuade her to sign a contract that promised her good grades if she would keep the messages secret. The students said Quigley did not want his wife, who was also a high school teacher at Richardson, to find out about the messages. The girl said she refused to sign the contract, but eventually had sex with Quigley twice at her home. Between May 1st and June 30th, according to the affidavit, Richardson High School principal Charles Bruner sent letters to the students and uh, parents Friday to notify them of the allegation. Quigley, who has taught at school since uh, 2009, has been placed on administrative leave by Richardson Independent School District. He remains in the Dallas County Jail on Saturday in lieu of $100,000 bail, uh, $50,000 per charge. Guess the race of James Quigley. Black. Black. All uh, right. That sound like, yeah, that's a nigga. All right. Let's go to the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, D's on that report card or D's nuts. That's white. Oh. I'm, mad. I'm mad he was only going to give her a B plus. That's why his ass need to go to jail. 
How That's why I said he's black. Mm-hmm. Because, how the fuck did she's he think, black? Mel, she's saying? definitely black. But how the fuck did he think, think he was going to enforce that contract? Yeah, right. Yeah. Who court of law were you going to bring that to? With a minor too. Oh. He made out of the contract white. Wifey says white. His name sounds an awful light like Quagmire. He's white like his creepy family guy counterpart. Oh. Yeah. Giggity. Uh, Negro Giggity. smuggler using contracts for evil pilgrim. Ah, oh. so relevant. I hear you, <laughs> uh, I would be so hurt if I was told my stuff was only worth B plus. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who puts the ceiling on the pussy at B plus? That's so wrong. She was. Uh, she had to be really confusing. Yeah, she. You know what's also confusing? Yes. She. She. She still fucked him twice. <laughs> twice. Even. She needed that B. My God. Hey, look, My God, man. Sometimes, My God. sometimes it's better than calculus. You know what I mean? Like gross mismanagement of yeah. her vagina. You still fucked him and didn't make him commit to that B plus. I'm gonna need an A, but there's a few teachers. There's a few classes I was failing in high school that you know, if I could have got out of it, giving up some some dick, I might have did oh, it, man. Goodness. I mean, it was a young oh, man. Oh man, come on, right? Yeah, it was a different time. You know what I mean? grades seems so much more important in high school everything seems so much more important it's like it's shaping your future then you grow up and you be like that shit didn't even matter nope but yeah your chat rooms like start out a c and then negotiate no i have yet i have never i have yet to use algebra right in the 20 years i've been out of school mm-hmm. like if like if i could have got out of my physics class not, not advanced algebra like like i've gotten Right. I've done like let's say eighth grade level algebra. I've done a little bit of that when I'm trying to figure that out. But like advanced, no, I've never used advanced math. Yeah, you only need that math to help your children at homework because they smart. That's it. Uh, no, I don't know. I told them. I told my kids not to deviate too much, but I told my, my kids very early on. Let me tell you something right now. I got D's in math. Don't ask me for shit. Don't get in that class and fuck around. Learn it because if you have to come to me for high for high school homework, you're gonna fuck around and come up short and you're not gonna graduate. And guess what? I don't have these problems. Both my kids are on the honor roll and they don't ask me for shit about math. Yeah. But you know, that's the that's the that's the only application you can have. Teach math or teach your kids math. There's no other application for that math. There's, I mean, maybe some other shit that I never did, but on a high school level, like I got this diploma and plus I know calculus. Okay, cool. Can you do the fries? You just hit the button right here. Then, <laughs> right. then it beeps and then you take the fries out when the beep goes off. Or, or, or even with Excel, our formula is already in there. You plug in the goddamn numbers and right. it pops out a number for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you actually don't need calculus to balance the spreadsheet. Yeah, we, it's just, plus it's very, the math for you. Plus or right. minus. Right. It's very plus or minus. Um, so, uh, let's see. Where was I at? Who else? Let's see. You Blacker than Whoopi Goldberg's underarm skin. Black. Mm. Oh, uh, oh, couldn't even give her a white. James Quigley is a black ass name. You let me giggity giggity that ass and I'll give you a B plus white. <laughs> Blacker than Whoopi Goldberg's underarm skin. One who owns a wave brush black. <laughs> oh. uh, and the correct answer is... He was a white man. Oh, come A couple people. Oh, couple he's people another creepy it. ass white nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he looks like. This nigga looks like the suspect. 
<laughs> right. yeah, just like, like a it. stock. You know how you get a stock picture of people? He would be the stock suspect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, and he doesn't make good decisions because he could be making a killing on like what's those shows like America's Most Wanted and shows like that. He could, he could. Yeah, he looked like he would be break with, it in right now. The, um, he is so creepy. He could man. be the criminal on all of the FX shows. Oh, oh my yeah. God. yeah, yeah. He definitely think he in the B plus booty. Like for sure. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's definitely into that. Oh, that man look like he would scratch the hell out of you. Yeah, he think he from he think he Frank from uh how to get get away from murder and shit. <laughs> he like Frank oh He like Frank Frank minus a chromosome and shit. Like, if oh. I saw him in public, I'd walk onto the other side of the street. Yeah. And see he's one of those you know he you know what? People with with brown hair and red beards, they're always unsavory. Mm. Like, why doesn't your DNA make a decision? <laughs> Jesus, no. Oh, just, my God. Just, they're never, I've never seen a person <laughs> with a Someone... brown hair and a red beard that, was, that meant anyone any well. Someone mm. in the chat room said he got rape eyes. What is rape eyes? Ask Bill Cosby. No, Bill Cosby got rape eye. Yeah. <laughs> and a rape robe. He got a rape outfit. Yeah, he do got that that fucking robe, man. All right. Um, last segment of the show. It's time to bring it home. Talk about sword ratchetness. That's how it happens. Uh, a drunk man had a three-foot samurai sword outside of a bar to persuade people to return his jacket. Oh. Uh, a man was seen walking down the street towards a pub with his trousers around his ankles. And, well, they really led with the, they really did not lead with the uh, part that I cared about. Mm-mm. He didn't even have his pants up. Ah! <laughs> This is disgusting. How did he go and get the samurai sword? Did he actually okay. stick up? He has so many questions. Yeah. Why? Where are his pants? Yeah. Why aren't his pants did on? Did he cut Why them up he... with his sword? So wait. So okay. So he so clearly he didn't have clearly he didn't have his pants down in the bar. Right. So I guess my question is: Did he pull his pants down and then like? Shimmy back to like you know like when you're <laughs> the only one in the house. You yeah, your toilet tissue. And you have to run into the other room. Yeah. Did he do that all the way back to the entrance? How did anyone take him seriously? How For did real? he not walk up to the nigga with the <laughs> fucking pants around his ankle and not slap the sword out his hand? Right. What's wrong with you, James? A heavily intoxicated, <laughs> a heavily intoxicated James Vickers was spotted in the early hours of the morning in Lager. Swansea at Crown Court was told he was planning to use the weapon as a way of threatening a group of men who had taken his treasured biker's jacket. Listen, if oh, you... This is, in, this is in the UK? Yeah. If you get your biker's jacket taken, you don't deserve to have a biker's jacket. No. Okay, I've watched enough Sons of Anarchy to realize that only badasses are supposed to have those. You a poser, dog. Yeah. Straight up. They took your shit. Um... Vickers of uh, Burroughs Road, uh, Lauger, pleaded guilty to possessing an offensive weapon in public 
a second charge was facing of being drunk and disorderly was dropped oh oh, i'm sorry a second charge he was facing of being drunk and disorderly was dropped brian simpson prosecuting told the court the 25 year old vickers was seen by a taxi driver outside of the globe pub in glee on glebe road oh you english oh right <laughs> glebe bro and it's spelled g-l-e-b-e oh that's not even a thing i i feel like that's actually a place in um there's a glebe road in like dc or maryland i think mm, okay. if i'm not mistaken i think there's yeah. also there's also one at hogwarts uh if i'm not mistaken <laughs> so i think <laughs> Uh, it was around 2 a.m september 14th he was waving a sword around with his trousers around his ankles he said the sword was around three feet long and the blade was sharpened someone then came out of the pub and took the sword off of him giving the weapon to a taxi driver and asking him to take it to the nearest police station so mel was right he just walked out there like give me a sword fuck's wrong with you drunk you got your pants around your knees pull your goddamn pants up get out the street and no, we're not giving your bike, your biker back, your biker jacket back. It's mine. Uh, they should, they should have taken his pants too. As a matter of fact, what he should have done after he took that sword, he should have just run it, run the blade down the crotch of his pants, <laughs> so that they would just add his ankles and he couldn't pull them up. You mm. stupid fucker. He probably did. Then they Idiot. probably hopped on his motorcycle with his jacket. He would have damn near killed himself. He would have killed himself. He would have hurt himself with that fucking sword. Mm. Right, Ron. Police arrived a short time later and arrested Vickers, and he told officers he wanted his jacket back. A sleeveless denim jacket known as a cut with a group of men whom he refused to name had they had taken it from him. So wait a minute, dog. You, you want your jacket back, but you not but you on that I'm not snitching and shit? Right. Well then you're not getting your jacket back. That's it's nope. easy. And maybe they felt like you didn't need a jacket since you were already opposed to pants. Yeah. It's like, you can't wear a jacket with no pants. You like, just shouldn't be allowed to have clothes, period. Somebody needs to rob that guy <laughs> and shit on the daily. <laughs> yeah. He, what the fuck you doing walking around wearing long pants? Like, he should dress He should dress like an 18, 1800s boy before puberty. That nigga should wear like a fucking Buster Brown hat <laughs> with some knickers and a fucking bow, sailor bow knot. Yeah. Shit. Or maybe he just needs a big onesie. You know like those pajamas yeah. with the feet in it that you get? Maybe no, he just needs to still, wear that because no, he can't. No, that's still long pants. That's still long pants. He <laughs> needs one of those baby onesies that snap at the dick. Maybe I was trying to help him keep it on. No. Maybe no. he just zips it all up in one piece. Maybe he can get some like, uh, Maybe get some of those Dwayne Wade capris. Those might help. Oh, God. You know, they're really tight, form-fitting. You can't really get those off easy. Um, <laughs> I can't put them on easy, either. Yeah, they'll, gonna, they'll, they'll never be around. pants trying to get out of them. <laughs> they'll never be around your ankles. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, they'll be above them. <laughs> you no, to... when, you're, when you're a stupid motherfucker, you can get... No, he could still get that around his ankles. Okay. He's just not to be trusted. I agree. He's, he just shouldn't be trusted. Uh, exactly. And one of the major signs is because he had a sword, you know. Uh, recorder Iron Murphy QC said he was satisfied on the basis of everything he had heard and the character references that he had read that Vickers was a thoroughly decent young man. Oh, God. See, this is the problem with sword crimes, man. What the fuck about this? We just made 17 jokes about this nigga. There's right. nothing thoroughly decent about this fucking idiot. He seems like a fucking idiot. 
and he's just a ticking time bomb waiting to hurt somebody yeah. with a sword later on in his life because yeah. y'all don't take it serious he can't he's gonna get jacket. drunk and high and wield that sword and slice somebody's fucking arm off is what he's gonna hopefully do his, hopefully his own yes that's the best we can hope for yeah. if it was a fucking I, I mean i hate to say it but it's really like a public public safety issue at this point it that's is the only thing he's not gonna learn until he dismembers himself if he yeah, had a really. if he had Before a gun he dismembers someone else if he had, even if he dismembers yeah. someone else he's not gonna learn then either mm-hmm. if he had a gun waving it around in the air with his pants around his ankles talking about i want my cut back his ass would be still under the jail but right. because because of the right. sword they always act like it's not a deadly weapon they it's said they said the sword was sharpened so you can't even pull out the it's a replica sword that i got at fucking mm-hmm. comic-con Oops. shit that they try to do no man this dude needs to go to jail i can't believe they let him out on the street his four-month prison sentence four months four months four months okay yeah it, it actually got suspended for 12 months which means he won't go to prison if he stays out of trouble for 12 months. He was fined 500 euros and he was told That's to pay all? the victim 80 euros. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. They need tougher laws over there across the pond because that's ridiculous. It's like a a time bomb. It's really telling that in a day where we talked about Ferguson, Bill Cosby, the KKK, and uh, OGBYN and blackface, this article made me the most pissed off. I'm so mad. Yeah. uh, God damn it. This is why they keep terrorizing us. Anyway. This has been another episode of the Blackout Tips, man. Our guests have been Siege and Mel from the Good and Terrible podcast, which you can find on the Cold Slither Network. A very funny podcast. Um, even if you guys like, uh, haven't checked it out yet, but if you like watch How to Get Away with Murder and you watch Scandal, go check it out, man. Go find the archives too, cause, uh, I love their recaps. Um, you know, not that you shouldn't stay for the rest of the show. I, I like hearing who the douche of the week is. Uh, like black girl time, all that stuff. Um, so make sure you guys check them out. Uh, on Twitter, it's at good underscore in underscore terrible. It's beauty underscore Jackson and it's I'm just siege. You can check it out there. The website is the good and terrible show dot com. Um, make sure you check all that out. And then of course, you know where to find us, iTunes, Stitcher and all that great stuff. We'll be back tomorrow uh, to do our recap of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. with Justin. Uh, I think we'll probably do that about 5 o'clock. And, uh, oh, wait, what time have we been doing that? 5.30? We'll be doing that about 5.30. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's about it. Oh, and then we'll probably talk. We had to talk about the new Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know, Karen got the... Because you know Karen is not going to let you not talk about mm-hmm. Beyonce. I woke up at 4 in the morning to put that stuff on Karen's phone. Cause I didn't want no problems. Everybody was like, you such a good husband. I was like, no, I don't want any, I don't want to deal with six hours of text messages. Like, why didn't you tell me the new Beyonce was out? You knew it was out. You just didn't even put it on my phone. Uh, That's, that's what it'll be all day at work. You could have made sure I had it. Now I got to sit here all day and I ain't got no Beyonce. Right. Right. And I got to watch everybody else tweet about how great the album is. Right. I bought that thing on, uh, iTunes and then you like share it or whatever if you have a family plan. So I just, I, I like she was still asleep. I just wait over there, turned on her phone. I was like, just make sure this is on here because I don't want to <laughs> leave this house. I don't need no problems. Exactly. 
it's not even about it's not about show people like you're trying to show me up right i don't know will your wife choke you if you don't <laughs> put the beyonce on there because i will get choked so i'm just trying to take care of home first that's it um but karen when- <laughs> i gotta say though your um your screen name on twitter i cracked up yesterday when i saw that fresher than you ho <laughs> like, oh my god why is she so damn crazy <laughs> She she do love some Beyonce. Man. I do. I'm not in I'm not in gonna lie. You should. You should. She's great. She is, man. She's great. I, I quietly I don't I don't I quietly stand for Beyonce and pretty much everything she does yeah. and always has. Um even like if you go back, if you listen to Old Destiny's Child, it's pretty terrible music like it's kind of awful music but it's so fun it's yes. so fun you just can't help but love it yeah. so i'm sorry i'm i'm i i may not be one of the like ah crazy stands but i love beyonce and anything that she does i'm pretty much gonna yeah. gonna watch it i love that if so, i didn't have kids i'd be at all the damn concerts but i do i love that so many <sighs> uh i love that so many black women get their life to that shit that i feel like even sometimes the backlash tour is almost like oh it's really a backlash to black women enjoying themselves because like that shit starts immediately like she drops them and like you get about 10 minutes of joy from everybody being like oh my god you seen the 7-eleven video look at this shit she did it again and then 10 like minutes Beyonce later jesus right she ain't die for your sins you like oh shut up Man, right. the fuck? Shut you don't know that right first of all for all we know, proof? number one, she's Beyonce, so she could have been gone, gone up to glory, and came back. So mm-hmm. you need to shut the fuck up and not talk about shit you don't know. Yeah, it's like I don't know if like Ashy niggas just have like a Google alert or what. It's ah! cause, cause, wait, no, they do, they do. Wait, these bitches feeling good about themselves? Though, let me stop <laughs> that shit right the fuck now. Right. Oh, let y'all. me not. Let me stop right now. If they right. might get to feeling so good, they might actually realize that I'm ugly. <laughs> All right, or realize they might, actually, ain't. they might get to feeling so good that they actually know I'm musty as fuck. Like, man, All shut right. y'all ass up. They might realize. The is, we've been knowing that she was ugly and musty, and the right. joy of Beyonce is the only thing that keeps us from calling you out. So you need to shut the fuck up. More. Right, right. <laughs> and then it's funny, but like they might realize I ain't shit. And they always might- a nigga who look like he smell like earring backs and ashy ankles that has some shit to say about Beyonce. And I'm never here for it. Shut the fuck up. Oh, it's always man. somebody who looks like his mama sends his calls directly to voicemail <laughs> and then tells her sisters not to answer his calls either. It's always that yeah. motherfucker. Always. Yeah, it's always a dude that, that has to be like, Ma, I'm on the phone if you call. Mm-hmm. Because Ma, can I have some- something? <laughs> or, some, or some horse face hoe with a bad weed. Mm. who is trying to impress these dusty niggas so they don't want to be like the rest of these Beyonce bitches. Right. No, you are not like the rest of these Beyonce bitches because they have closures and I don't know what you got going she on. She really, I mean, look, man, she really is the best at what she does, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I watched that whole fucking concert with her and Jay-Z on um HBO and mm-hmm. it felt like like how it is when um you have an opener for comedians yes like she turned the most popular rapper in the world into like my opener right like i need a wardrobe change jay-z can you handle this for five minutes i'll be right back send him in the back like now you go check on blue i got this right (laughs) right (laughs) she's like um we this this wardrobe change is gonna take uh three minutes so uh do one of your little songs i don't know one of them and And then just left 
people people act like she's not a big deal and she is beyonce is really getting this the beyonce is having the same groundswell that michael jackson had i can't remember which tour it was but there was like the video of mike just jumping on like the platform and he Mm -hmm. stood there for like five minutes he didn't move he didn't do shit he just stood there for five minutes and everybody lost it and she's really Damn near at that status. She now. is like she's she, definitely going to get there. She's right. really one of the most mm-hmm. famous, popular women in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Beyonce. I, I, and she's a black woman, and people hate it. And I don't, I don't, I don't that's care. What it and, is. and not only that, but she's not. She's not this educated woman. She's not. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not any of the things that people tell you. This is what you do to be successful. Right. Right. She didn't follow any of those modules but she's other than other than hard work and determination and people hate that it doesn't feed into the trope that they have set up for black women yep so i i i i, I don't care you you can stay mad forever mm-hmm. she's not going anywhere she all is. you can do is get on your little stank ass phone and type fast and i'm gonna be over here getting my life with the rest of people that's some damn sense. right and uh i'll probably go talk more about this tomorrow mm-hmm. i mean tomorrow but uh, Friday night, I happened to be at the house, and I didn't know that the Seven Eleven was out. Mm. I seen that shit go across my line. I said, "Click," and I parted to like one from like seven to one. It was just straight me tweeting about Beyonce, and that shit was on repeat. And I had a good time. And Roger showed me how to get my how to do them gifs, and I was doing gifs to all the people that was talking about <laughs> Beyonce. Fuck you, kiss my black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I hear y'all part about bullshit. Oh, I don't give a fuck about been, all the time. So I've been so busy with my Melly Grush shit. I haven't gotten anything. So I'm off until the first. So it's about to be like all Beyonce all the time for mm-hmm. the rest of the Turn week. Turn up. Yep. I threw it on on the way to the gym today. But, mm-hmm. um, all right, man. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> That's what Beyonce do, man. She, she totally mm-hmm. took over the Keep show. Um, but yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with Justin reviewing Day Walking at 5 30. Mm-hmm. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.